0: everybody, and welcome to episode 165 of Vigim Game Apocalypse. I am your host, Michael Rip You know what? This joke is wow, sweaty looks, and stupid. Uh, I'm your there. host, Michael Reparas. Who just talked? <laughs>
1: Henry Gilbert, hi. Who
0: dares speak?
1: I apologize for interrupting. You should. Who else? I'm an Abe Rudden. <laughs> or Chris no, Antista. No, but let it
2: be known I've had sex with ones of girls.
0: Ones. <laughs> I used to have had sex with teens of girls in their teens. Oh. Oh. That's mm-hmm. um, late Recently? Yes. Oh, yes. I wouldn't admit that if I were you. No, that's
2: all right. I mean, Cosby's deflecting a lot of the attention.
0: No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this is a show about video games. Mm-hmm. I, I have to promise that at the beginning of shows more and more.
2: Because video games get worse or we get worse at talking about video we games? We get worse at talking that, about See, video that's games. the one. We can yeah. cop to yeah. it. A lot of criticism over that today. I mean, yes. mostly mostly at the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah we, we're good once we get into it. But uh...
3: well, the the this Windows 10 laptop, this new Windows 10 laptop. Now,
2: that's true. I want to give everybody a warning, even though it's probably already happened to you. A malicious virus is out there mm-hmm. on for PCs. It's called Windows 10, mm-hmm. and if you hit X, it
0: will install itself. Um, but this uh, it apparently,
3: the, this uh, laptop's giving us all hearing loss.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we try to raise the volume on this, past barely audible. It's like. You're gonna hurt your ears. Don't
1: uh, do it, man. That's fucking nanny state. Trump's yeah. gonna get rid of Cl- that shit. Click allow if you really want to hurt your ears. But we're very disappointed in you, man.
2: I turning my fucking laptop yeah. into Super Mario Galaxy Two. We're a fucking star, a fat under, star. Under tells Trump, you to play we it.
3: all get those tough books. You know, like,
2: you ever see those commercials
3: where like the the, the the construction worker <laughs> drops his... like it's like a briefcase laptop. That construction workers because okay, they're book. men. Yes. I can
0: no max. Fuck them. I can so only a assume protective
2: case for your laptop when your giant dick falls on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can only assume that Microsoft forced all the updates because, like, maybe Overwatch wouldn't work on um, uh, Windows before. Wait to tie it back
2: in. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Overwatch did come out this week. It is a pretty noteworthy week for video games. Yeah. So before we get into the new releases, let's begin with the top five. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, apropos of nothing, I thought it might be fun to talk about games that occur entirely inside someone's head, or that are a oh. dream. Ooh. It's sort of a lame conceit, but mm-hmm. it's been pulled off beautifully yes. by a small handful of games.
2: And it's not games' fault. It's Wizard of Oz. They did that shit first. <laughs> true. And it's everybody true. else followed suit. The whole movie didn't exist. And then I, saying isn't elsewhere... that satisfying?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a million... you. You point to a million movies and TV yeah. shows and short stories and novels that yeah. mm-hmm. all are like, oh, it's all a dream. And now Game it, of Thrones is,
0: is probably going to yeah. do it. Tyrion's going to wake up and he's going to be his character from the station agent. <laughs> it's so
1: used, there's
3: even the proper inflection, which is, it was all a dream.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's really just the writer saying, I wrote yeah. myself into a yeah. corner. And yeah. I had a dream last or- night
2: that I had a homosexual relationship <laughs> with. Any- Four guesses. Bill Cosby. Close. A Bill thing. Cosby. Get four Person? guesses.
3: All four male Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs>
2: Hannibal <laughs> Burris. not black, but a, com- a comic. Okay. Um, Doug Pat Stanhope. Pat- George Carlin. That I had a homosexual relationship with George Carlin. Wow. And people were pressuring me to come forward with it under the auspices. <laughs> well, are you gay? And I'm like, no. Don't but fuck you fucked in. George Carlin. Like. <laughs> Yeah, he's like. So he, he's not gay either. How many? He, he abused his power. How many dirty? And, <laughs> how many of his like you need, you need to comment. come forward with all the sex you had with George Carlin. Like, but I love George Carlin. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't have gay sex with anybody so else. So while you
3: were together, how many of the uh, words you can't say on TV did you use? Here's how many faces you can't come on. None. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me in the shit cunt. That's three words you can't
0: use on TV. <laughs> Wow. Sorry. Wow, Dave. You're on fire. Why do they call it a
2: butt pussy? That's that was like raspy Seinfeld. Somebody stop me
0: right yeah. now. Yeah. What is up with that? You're not coming, you're going.
1: <laughs> so yeah, okay. that's that's, that's mo- good Carlin. That's good nineteen eighties <laughs> lame Carlin. <laughs> but the the dream conceit was also heavily
0: used in sitcoms. I think the writers just went insane yeah. and said so like this this whole fucking setup is stifling. I just need to write 30 minutes of abject fantasy yeah. and mm-hmm. then we'll just reset everything at the end.
1: And I think in, uh or did we do it now uh, in an upcoming or just posted 302010. We talk about one of the most infamous it's all a dream moments which is in 1986 on Dallas when they revealed that uh, the entire season had been a dream. They start the season by killing off Patrick Patrick Duffy's character. And then at the end of the season, his uh, wife awakes and finds him in the shower, realizing she dreamed the entire year people had watched the show, which really pissed off viewers.
0: Mm-hmm. Family Guy did the same thing with... Well, I actually mean, they yeah. just Patrick filmed Duffy. it again with yeah. Patrick Duffy and actress who and, and I don't Bob remember. and Newhart. Uh, the yeah. new show was a dream of the old show. That's
2: the funniest. I've only heard of that, but that sounds like the funniest mm. thing I've it ever heard of. It was quite a great finale. He Hell, yeah.
0: woke up on his old show yep. like, with his old wife. Awesome. But these games are more than just lame, contrived endings. So let's just jump in with
1: number five. I bet
0: you guys can guess this. Well, that was uh, Saruda, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was
0: um Link's uh, Awakening. Awakening, which was
1: heavily inspired by Twin Peaks, the. Ah, the right. creator, yeah, which is weird to think about, but yes it was. The creators of the game were they they copped to it that they were watching a lot of tri- Twin Peaks at the time. I believe uh I think it was Takeshi Tezuka or it was one of the first games uh, I.G. Onumo worked on in Zelda. Yeah. I think
0: he 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 copped to that in an interview with Satoru Iwata in one of yeah. the Iwata asks yeah, yeah. pieces.
3: There better be a scene in this game where uh, someone says, Better look, link,
1: suit. <laughs> well, it was definitely uh, you know one of those chances. It's kind of like Majora's Mask in a lot of ways of just mm-hmm. the Zelda... Actually, I think we've talked about its inspiration with Twin Peaks in this show, like I in an really? old episode. Yeah. But, the, I mean, it was just like Majora's Mask in that the Zelda creators wanted to cut loose and be crazy yeah. and not just tell the same, like, the yeah. nameless hero saves yeah. a princess. I like, mean, mm-hmm. much
3: like Majora's Mask, where it's like, you're using the same engine, so let's really
0: just tell a fucked up story.
3: Yeah. This is kind of uh, a Link to the Past style. I you know, mean, it was, like, it was
0: sort of it, a, a staggering achievement in that they created a Link to the Past-like game yeah. on the Game Boy, which was NES hardware, but shittier. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, or better, depending on who you ask. Yeah. But,
3: like, yeah, like because they're using the same sort of game, let's just make the myth, make it a dream. Let's make... I mean, it's not... Unlike other games on this list that you kind of use the dream conceit to make the game way different, mm-hmm. This is, the game is not that different you can do weird things like you do you fight the fish I can't even remember no (laughs) no you gotta wake him up but yeah so Link is Uh, trapped
0: on this mysterious island that he soon learns is a dream of this creature called the wind fish yeah which Mm -hmm. sounds like this when it finally shows up
1: sounds like the beginning of laser time Oh right. it's a whale <laughs> you can hear the water spouting out of him mm-hmm. yeah and, I mean you're waiting you've waited twenty hours to hear that sound yeah, like yeah. you've gone all up and back or again you can just t- listen to our show and hear it immediately uh, <laughs> that, that's cheating guys so,
3: the things in this game that I think like if link like remembers like oh yeah this was a dream because one didn't he use the feather from Mario Kart as an item in this game like he could jump with it. No. Am I uh,
1: that? N- there's Rock's Feather in this, but it was oh. not the first appearance yeah. of Rock's oh. Feather. That was in is on Fox. Past. But like Link could jump in this, this.
0: right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Link could jump with with Rock's Feather. He could swim with the uh, the scale. It had all of his usual stuff oh. in it, and and a ton of musical instruments, uh, and even a couple like 2D sections. Yeah. It played exactly like a Zelda game. And as uh, I looked up some quotes here, it was uh, Tezuka who was giving the Quotes about it. One was saying that they were working on the game after hours, and that they were like not approved at first. I think probably because they were just doing it to see could we even do Zelda mm. on this thing? Because like the Game Boy original Game Boy is a very underpowered. What, what is after hours for a Japanese developer? I guess yeah. I guess from three to <laughs> from three a.m. to seven a.m. when they would normally you know, sleep. It cuts right mm-hmm. into prostitute time. <laughs> uh, so here's the the quote about the Twin Peak stuff, though. Uh, At the time of development, Twin Peaks was at the height of its popularity. Oh, this is from the Game Informer interview. Uh, Twin Peaks was at the height of its popularity. The show's dreamlike world and focus on a small cast of characters in a small town were elements that Tezuka wanted to represent in the game. As a result, Link's Awakening was one of the first Zelda games to have a stronger focus on story. And uh, I wanted to make something that, while it would be small enough in scope to easily understand, it would have a deep and distinctive. That characters. would
3: explain why Link is always looking for a damn good cup of ocean uh, potion. Potion, oh. damn it! Oh. So close. Oh. So <laughs> good. But the one dream, uh, the one ocean, thing potion. that I know is very dreamlike in this game that I don't think happened in any other Zelda game. You could steal from a shopkeeper, but if yes. you were caught. They would mm. call you thief for the rest of the game. Oh, like just, I didn't that's know that. that's Link being it's like uh, a real life punishment. He's being deviant in his <laughs> dreams because you know, like you can do that in your
2: dreams and it doesn't count. Oddly, <laughs> no one calls him Pot Breaker. <laughs> but it, but it had a very <laughs> dreamlike. And the
1: merchants throw lightning bolts at him. Ah. It had more of a dreamlike feel to Wizard of Oz dream of dreamlike scenery, <laughs> meaning that in Wizard of Oz, there's double casting. You meet um. the actors who will play every character in her dream. And then when she wakes up in the, or when she's in the dream world, those people are now the scarecrow, the Lion, the tin man, the Wicked witch of the West. And so it was that similar double casting that they do uh, in that of just like, well, no, that's not, um, that's not Zelda. That's Marin. Or that's like all these Uh, new episodes of IFC right now. It's not Mario that uh, you, you meet a
0: raccoon in the forest Mm -hmm. and, uh, Give it something, it bounces around, and it turns into Terran,
1: who looks like Mario. Yeah, exactly, who was a raccoon man. And mm-hmm. same with, the, I mean, there's even like Yoshi plushies in it. There's oh, yeah. a chain shop. There's Wart from Mario 2. The most and even obscure a, boss ever. Even the wart. overworld music is just mm. weirdly off. Yeah, it does just feel slightly off, I'd say. Like, yeah. like, bloop, bloop, like there's, it's kind of underwater, perhaps, yeah. I'd say. But, uh, yeah, I love the dreamy quality of the game. I think when I was a kid first playing it, when it first came out, I think it was by 60% of the way into the game, I thought oh, it's a dream. The thing they're waking up and all these oblique references they're making to like, I don't know if you'll remember all this. Like, ooh, you might not like what you find when you play. Like, oh, it's a dream. Got it. Mm -hmm. He was washed up while uh, riding a boat to celebrate beating Ganon. And so he's going to get washed up. I did
3: not have that kind of... He was uh, on a
1: voyage and was shipwrecked. Is this so
2: worth playing? Even the DX version? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's I'd a DX so. version, yeah. right? You yeah. can play it on 3DS. Yeah, I think I have it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's classic top-down Zelda gameplay, mm-hmm, yeah. and it takes like at, it takes way less time to play than Link to the Past. If you're just looking to dig one up, mm-hmm. and the DX version added a tiny bit of stuff, but like I've never I played like maybe five minutes of the DX version, mm-hmm. which is the one that's on the eShop, oh. and ah. so you'll be done. I mean, you get to see it from a whole new angle because they went to they went to real effort to make the DX version of it have. True color in it, yeah. not just like a like a splash of paint and faded stuff on it. Chris, yeah. when
3: it comes to Legend of Zelda DX, I got
0: two
1: words for you. Uh, Play it! Loud?
0: It is left kind of <laughs> ambiguous whether this is Link's dream or really the Windfish's dream. According to the story, it's the Windfish's dream that has become infested by nightmares, so Link has to go and kill the Nightmare's. And the only way to finally banish them is to wake up the windfish, But by doing so, he's destroying the whole world that you've been exploring. Ah, and so it's it's a little bit sad there. Or it might just be Link's weird coma dream as he's drifting in the <laughs> ocean somewhere.
1: Well, the end of DX, uh, I, be- I think they added it for that one. Maybe it wasn't the original version. But when he wakes up. Uh, you know, seagull flies by and he sees Marin in the sky, and so like it's it's to imply like uh, she. Doesn't that usually say, so, "Oh, she's dead. She's that, in heaven so that's and waving a cliche, to me. cliche
3: on top of a cliche. Well, the, yeah, yeah,
1: but I I read it to imply that even though she the dream is over, she's still out there somewhere. Like it's just not to. She's in the, ocarina of time. It's not I, spoilers. The, it's
3: not the cliche on top of cliche. Mm. It was a it was a dream or was it? Yes yeah which was when uh, Wayne dreamt he was in uh, Melrose Place. All right.
0: Let's move All on. Number four.
3: Peanuts. Is
1: this Bioshark? Nope, that's uh, not a dream. Is that a dream? Is it? No. No, that's why I was confused. You it just that, it.
3: That, that that kind of song sounded like a Bioshark. It did, but
1: that
0: song is Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune. And it will be instantly familiar to anyone who's played The Evil Within, because it's uh. the save room music. It represents safety for however uh. short a time. Mm. So that one, so,
1: I played no more than two hours I of should it. say,
0: this is going to be a mild spoiler for uh, Evil Within. This is something that's kind of revealed
1: halfway through. <laughs> well, well I, I
2: am of the opinion, oh, didn't play that, don't care. Spoilers, let them go. Well, I no. would
1: feel with Evil Within that it's like, oh, it's a Japanese game, and uh, they seem to be teasing... Yeah. That it was all a dream and he's really in a mental institution, so I'm betting that's true. Well, yes and no. They do explain (laughs) a bit of what's going on.
0: It's like linking brains together. Sharing everything on an electrochemical level. Emotion, memory, perception,
1: everything. Directly. It's unprecedented. Are you serious? It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was perfect. <laughs> That's cute. So that guy basically sounded like the scientist uh, from Archer. He's just like, well, I didn't say it was perfect. <laughs> so Evil
0: Within, when it begins, yeah, you're you're a detective. You go to this mental institution where uh, a bunch of officers have apparently been killed, and you end up uh, knocked out by this this guy named Ruvik who like just wears a hood and he's kind of creepy looking. And you go through a series of increasingly surreal scenarios that kind of seem inspired by inception where like the city's abandoned and it suddenly it's crumbling, falling apart and all this weird shit is happening. And finally you find out that this entire scenario that you're stuck in is actually unfolding from the mind of a crazy person named Ruvik, who's like a psychopath whose brain was harvested and put into this machine that could what? link up to other, and so other they got people. The... Like, apparently it has some sort of psychological So when they uh, were building this
1: machine, they must have grabbed the Abby Normal brain. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Well, he, he's actually yes, like uh, one of the
0: designers of the
1: machine and then uh, was
0: betrayed and uh, does not get a whole lot of sympathy about it from the protagonist. The pain. The noise, the light blends you know, together. together, takes shape.
4: It's a place I know so well. My prison, my home.
0: You brought this on yourself.
1: Mm. He doesn't have much sympathy for Revic. Yeah, and he Ruvik. does. A-
0: Ruvik. Ruvik. Well, Ruvik, like. They-
1: I didn't play this game. This,
0: after I, first I, 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 this game didn't get great reviews. I did like it. Mm. Um. You know, it, it was Shinji Mikami. It felt very much like Resident Evil 4, but then it did all these weird shifts in tone where there was one level where you go to like Ruvik's childhood home, uh, in his, in his mind and he, d- it starts going all clock towery where like he'll just randomly show up. And you'll get a little bit
1: of warning, and then you have to hide, or he'll kill you instantly. Oh, yeah. I did like that sense of... They did find a good way to add some menace to the the game, I would say. Yeah,
3: there's quite a bit of menace. So you go back to Rubik's home, but Mm -hmm. do you go to his job and visit Rubik's cube? (sighs) So the opening of the game, too... I guess I just got distracted, (laughs) because
1: the opening of the game was like... It was Resident Evil One and Resident Evil Four because first you find a corpse in the exact you find a zombie in the exact same way you find your first zombie in Resident Evil the original. I'm sure it was and, a deliberate call out like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm referencing mm-hmm. my previous work. Mm-hmm. And then you get chased by a bunch of dudes just like the opening of Resident Evil Four, like mm-hmm. a very similar thing. So I, I don't know. I just got so distracted by it. what a big rip off, well, not rip off, but Ooh. like, I don't know. Can Shinji Mikami just make a new thing? Why, yeah, but then he also
0: uh, kind of you know cribs from silent hill a little bit that you have these like there are these weird things that show up uh, a few hours into the game that have like safes for heads like yeah yeah i remember yeah and they like they they're big and beefy and they're sort of like pyramid head but like they just sort of appear and start forming and Mm. you like have a few seconds to run away but if you kill them you get good stuff out of their safes right don't you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, the safes pop open and like, <laughs> items fall out. It's been a while since
1: I've played this. Mm-hmm. I bet you can get it for like five bucks at this point.
0: Uh, I don't yeah. know about that. I Wasn't it free at one point? I'm
1: sure it was a Games with Gold or a PlayStation. I think it was Games with Gold. By the way, exciting new Games of Gold next month, Goat Simulator. Nice. <laughs> oh, And The Crew. I That's mean, a good game. You should play if, it.
3: If Shinji Mikami off, had, like, if his <laughs> first big game post-Capcom what was his first game? Post-ge-com.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, like, well, was- he worked on Shadows of the Damned yeah. with suda uh, Fifty One, but then he, great. yeah, was well, great, and then he built his own studio after that, and then finally, Evil Within uh, was the game that came yeah, it
2: looks out. Like it's, 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 unless you're buying the PC download, which is fifty nine ninety nine Amazon. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's all about twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah. But like, all the digital you, codes are 59 would, would you
3: want anything but his first game to be a uh, survival horror game? Yeah, like, but, it's but
1: real, he talked like real. it's his last game, too. But
0: it, it kind of. Now that you mentioned that he worked on Shadows of the Dam, like it.
1: Parts of it kind of felt like Shadows of the Dam. I wouldn't be surprised, but I mean, Shadows of the Dam, I think, is Grasshopper yeah. Studio's best game because yeah. they are Grasshopper manufacturer. Because you've got Suda Fifty One's craziness, but with Shinji Mikami's like <laughs> sense of quality control that kind of like trickled down all the way on it. I'd say. And
3: also, we are like almost. What three years into this console generation? Yeah, and this is really the first. Like, it's only the only major su- survival horror game that's mm-hmm. that's come out. What about Resident Evil remakes. I don't, don't count. They were on previous. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, I guess this was well, the also, only new one. Yeah, I this was on. I, I think it was on Xbox 360 and PS3, but it was.
0: I think it was at least made for PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, 5.
1: you wouldn't want to play it on 360 yeah. and PS3. Uh, but
0: although I guess if you're talking about survival horror, the um... What's the other one? The first person one where you're you've got a oh, camera.
3: Yeah, what like Outlast. Outlast, or, yeah, thank you. Yeah,
0: and
1: well, there was there that's was way new, more effective. Those in terms and of those scares. are also like
3: way shorter, aren't they? And there was
1: a new Fatal mm-hmm. Frame on the Wii U. Bl- but by <laughs> my <laughs> that's guess, not a new gen <laughs> console. Yeah. come on. Uh, it wasn't very fun when we played the demo, but uh, by my estimation though, Dave, this I mean this generation has had eight original games, and everything else mm-hmm. has been a
3: remaster. <laughs> was Evil uh, within one of them?
0: It counts as half. Okay. I don't right. count. Right. Every time I hear this game's title, I keep getting the Inhumanoids theme song stuck in my head from the 80s. The evil
4: that lies within.
0: God, I'm old. Yeah, I ain't not watch that
1: one. Sorry.
0: Mm. All right, let's jump ahead to... Number three. This piece of music is about the most recognizable sound I could get from our next game.
2: Hmm.
0: Who's played to the moon?
3: Is that the Honeymooners game? No,
2: I've always meant to. Yeah, <laughs> the Moon, Alice. Yes, by Cramden Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Help... Everybody
1: was talking it up. It was yeah. uh, it was made in RPG Maker, but yeah, it was very... it's a four hour game, right. And it's it's pretty engaging.
0: Uh, it tells it very a very interesting story. I never played it, so. it. Well, it's it's not exactly all a dream, but you are playing as these two technicians their job is like a combination of Inception and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind Mm. where their job is to grant wishes to dying patients by going into their memories and altering them so that their memories reflect uh, what they wanted to do Mm. so they have a memory of the thing even if they didn't actually do it and they go to this this dying old man and his wish is to go to the moon but he doesn't understand why so they have to uh. go back through his memories in reverse order and see his life play out and try to figure out okay, what is it that made him want to go to the moon and how do we make it so that we plant this <laughs> idea early enough in his memories that it then develops organically later wow on. that's a very that 's a very clever conceit I it's I like it's that. super clever and so it's it 's told memento style where like it begins from the ending Another and Nolan goes reference. backwards. <laughs> <Huh>? Another <laughs>
2: Nolan reference.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very Nolan uh, influenced game, and uh, at one point he travels to Tibet and uh, becomes a an assassin, and uh, then goes back to his home city. Decides to be a good guy. Uh, <laughs> Puts on bad ears. No, no reaction from Chris whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> high fiving Goofy. Let me put this down. You you go like from his elderly years into his childhood and. It it kind of like for a while it seems like oh this game is about this one thing, but it's actually trying to say something about autism because ah. his wife is autistic, and mm. uh, you know it, it delves into like their first meeting, and uh, and and then you discover more about it as you go in. It's like oh it's actually much deeper, and there are problems on his side that he doesn't even know about. And is that
2: why we remember Sammy Jenkins? Wow. It's a very deep memento yeah, reference for yeah. anybody listening.
1: It <laughs> yeah. reminds me more of well that also reminds me of the like incredibly heartbreaking start of Firewatch where it's about a, a man falling in love um, with a woman and then her slow this her slowly degrading early mind.
3: onset dementia.
1: Yeah. Lord. Oof. I'm
3: proud I remembered that. That means I don't matter. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, that's a, that's the hot new thing now. It was in Still Alice with uh, Julianne Moore. Oh, I know. Yeah, she. I think she got an
1: Oscar nomination for that. I, I also remember that. That means I don't have it. I mean, that always terrified me. That happened uh, in. In an all-a-dream sequence and in a season six episode of Sopranos when uh, Tony dreamed of being... He um, was in a coma. Yeah, he was in a coma, but I mean, in, he dreamed Kevin of... Kevin Finnerty. Kevin Finnerty. Finnerty. Dre- dreamed of a boring man's life, but then finds out he has early onslaught Alzheimer's and he's... Having to like deal with that in in within his dream, but really he was just shot and got by his by his capo Cuts uncle.
3: <laughs> we just talk about how great my memory is, Frank, Craig, and uh, Mark.
2: I was gonna. Say, you did a great job. Uh, I wanted to make well, the joke yeah. that like if you can make it out of here with your shoes and wallets, then two <laughs> <laughs> inside, two inside. I did
3: actually go back into my apartment twice today. Because oh, I forgot two things. First, well, the one's the beer, so uh, don't you mock me for that. Sorry, sorry.
2: sorry. That's all oh. of us. Yeah. What's so- the other one? Uh, the, the beer soup. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I just played this because I knew I'd be the only one who did. I, <laughs> and... I read a
2: ton about this though. Yep. Right? Um, yeah, because like uh, the PC gamer guys are recommending it. And I remember Sophia oh, yeah. was a big fan, mm-hmm. uh, and like they were some of the few people championing it because it was such a small game. And I've, it's always been in the back of my head. someday play Do the Moon.
0: Yeah, me too. It but... is. It is a story that's definitely
1: worth experiencing. Again, it takes like four hours to get through. I think I even bought it when it was like three dollars on uh, Steam sale. Yeah, just go play do it. it. I'll also, did you, know, did
3: you guys know that Still Alice is about early onset dementia?
1: Uh, no, I hadn't heard yeah. that. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it. was good. That was funny. <laughs> That's funny.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He's laughing.
0: Uh, but there is a lot of there's a lot of weird millennial nostalgia into the moon. Strangely, because obviously this is taking place in the future, so you get to hear about like the main character, like, yeah, I loved Animorphs books when I was a kid. Oh, oh wow, wow. <laughs> oh man, I thought I thought that TV screen and have Zardon on it. Can you believe Jesus. Lost is still on the air? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, these kids today, Worrying I can't it. connect with them. It's, yeah. it's killing it's killing our business. How much I can't connect with the youth of today. <laughs>
0: are you speaking for yourself for the yeah. game ah yeah. Oh, okay but yeah, yeah and it's it's also fun because the, uh, the the researchers or the doctors that you're playing as who are delving into his memories have a lot of personality and one is just a, a sort of incompetent jerk who cheated on all his exams in school <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other <laughs> is this woman who just uses random words instead of swears like what the cucumber <laughs> cute <sighs> what the corn cob uh I miss lucas uh, i'll play it oh. <laughs> yeah, you should play it. Everyone should play it. It's probably cheap on Steam, and it's, <laughs> if you <What> a... <laughs> if you want it to get a little bit schmaltzy toward the end and sad, and then, you know, I've heard people say that they cried at the end. I, I got a little bit choked up, and then the game's, like, turns around, and one of the characters is like, God, what a fucking cheese fest. Oh, shit.
1: What? Without the swearing, but you know. But the to the moon. Did the people who made it have they made a new game since yeah, then?
0: Yeah, something to do with a bird.
1: I I was looking at a little boyfriend.
0: You... No. They made a uh, shooter no. called. It's Bang a, Zoom. It's a, it's a game about a little boy who finds a wounded bird. I can't remember what the name is. Oh, but, that's cute. Calvin yeah. Hobbes yeah. comic strip. No. It's probably also heartbreaking. He keeps it in a shoebox and oh, then then it he doesn't dies go anywhere, and buddy. <laughs> Free Bird Studios the name of the yep, place. Yep. Yep. So, mm. you know, no obvious that they'd have a bird theme.
1: But it was impressive that they did it, uh they did such an engaging game using just uh, shareware like RPG maker. Yeah. Which has gone through a lot of permutations since it's
0: since its debut on the PlayStation. You just HF throw game. that out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Number two It seems as though he must be having a pleasant dream.
3: Yes. Well, that would be nice. It would be even better if that means he's headed towards recovery, a full recovery.
1: It's said that people can have the most peaceful
4: dreams just before they pass on.
3: What are you talking about? How can you
4: say that? Is
3: Any guesses? Assassin's Creed? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Rogers?
1: Uh, is this, well, this is one I know that's on the list. Is this Eternal Sonata? Perhaps what Mr. Chopin All? is experiencing yep. is not a dream. Only the individual can determine what is a dream and what is reality. So this is
0: a really bizarre concept mm-hmm. for a JRPG. It takes place in the two hours before Frederick Chopin's death mm-hmm. in Paris, and he's he's lying unconscious in bed, having this strange death dream where there's a little girl who lives in a, a fantasy kingdom, mm-hmm. and she is dying of a rare disease that is known as magic. People who can use magic in this world uh, are fated to die young.
1: Oh, okay. So So it's like a degenerative disease, but with
0: benefits. A disease with benefits. And so you (laughs) have this this adorable world where everyone's named after musical stuff, and yet people have to deal with heavy things like this.
4: Why does everyone avoid me? Because they think they'll
2: get sick if they touch you even though it's not true.
1: I'm not afraid of dying from the illness, Mom. It's just, well, I'm just sad that
3: no matter what I do, I can't make any friends.
0: Uh, Polka. Her name is Polka. That's
4: cute. Polka. 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 Uh, Polka.
3: (laughs) Uh, Is that supposed to
0: poke fun at Polka? No, but that that, that, that is... That no musical genre would want to be associated with? That is the... Uh, Like... (laughs) <laughs> the saddest way anyone has ever said polka. Polka. Hey everybody, you ready to celebrate? Let's polka. <laughs> I've
2: never heard anybody say it sincerely, yeah. other than Weird Al. It should be oh, a joyous
1: yeah. moment. No, I mean, I only know about this game from writing about <laughs> about video games. You never about it's writing top seven lists. Never yeah. It? Well, no. I think that
2: would. I, I put this. I put this down. If we're being nostalgic, I put this in this. Uh, this is there this is some kind of milestone where like this is a really high concept yet big mm-hmm. budget original license from Namco that I'm pretty sure bombed tremendously and kind of marked the end of an era yeah. for these types I, of games. I, I think it, well, was it was like
0: a... it was an early ps three RPG that was called yeah. Trusty Bell. Mm. Uh, in Japan, yes, and then came over as Eternal Sonata, which is, I think, a much better title. Yes, oh, yes. it's also it's
2: also really good. Yeah, and I have played a bunch of it in, until my system died or whatever the fuck happened. But it's really good. As someone who says uh, they love the actum active time battles of Super Mario RPG, this is a natural evolution yeah. of that. It's really fun as far as like a traditional RPG goes. And yeah, I think totally. Either shit the bed or cost hundreds of millions of dollars and couldn't support I think itself. Probably. And
3: I think this generation, like, not this generation, uh, the, like, the Xbox 360, PS3 generations, mm-hmm. like, RPGs that failed mm-hmm. are going to be more forgotten than, like, PS1 RPGs, exactly. PS2 yeah. RPGs. Even yeah. though, like, I think these are probably more approachable. Like, they'll yeah, still yeah, look they good are. on your TV. They yeah. are. This will still look mm-hmm. good. Well, I think. I really that... like this but What game. the hell was that? Like, what was the Square Enix? Like, they had that one RPG that Stop. was.
0: Like, oh, shit. No, no was, you no. mean. Uh, the, no, the one no, that, was that was supposed that to be the new final.
1: Not Resonance of Faith. Supposed to be a new uh, Final Fantasy. I forget. What well, it's yeah.
0: called, but... Are you thinking of uh, Lost Odyssey? That's well. No.
1: Well, no. That was not. That was when they hired Blue, the Blue Dragon yeah. makers, to right. make a Final but Fantasy. Just for all them. of
3: these like random God. RPGs that will not have sequels on the new generation of
1: consoles. I what guarantee What was you that. the name of that? I cannot recall. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, I have no it was idea what like, you're talking about. It yeah. was like Moon Blood or. Yeah. But... Well, I remember Moon Blood. They... Good, the famous actress. <laughs> I remember they had. Two characters and two leads. It was like mm. the classic Japanese RPG hero who was like black hair and used magic and stuff and had angst. And then a blonde large man mm. who loved killing people and was often covered in blood. Mm. And it was like a very clear statement of uh, Western versus Eastern design Blonde style.
0: large man. Hero. And,
1: no, Dave, I wouldn't worry about them being lost to time too much because... You know, we've seen already so many remasters to PC of PS3 and 360 yeah, I games. Think, I think if it was on a 360, they can port it not But too I think hard.
2: that's that's also the issue is that these games are not within a generation, weren't emulatable, whereas the other Uh, ones were. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if they didn't remaster it, you're fucked. You have to track down a copy of this. And this is a really good... I never finished it. It's way too long, too dense with dialogue.
0: The strange part is that, like, it's... The the Chopin connection Mm -hmm. is more than just a plot device. Like, not only does he appear in his own dream as a major character, but, like, apparently the the events of the game sort of parallel things that happen in Chopin's historical life, which, uh, like... the the amount of devotion that somebody showed to that yeah. and, like... And got it through a pitch meeting <laughs> yeah. in a cynical world like video <laughs> games. Jesus And Christ. I think that the biggest dent it made in the Western consciousness is, oh, that's a weird idea for a game. Let's talk about that in lists on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really
2: good yeah. game. If you find a copy yeah. of it, track it down. Find, find it's, it. Good. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty solid JRPG. Good. I mean, it's, like, uh, RPGs have almost completely gone... Big-budget RPGs have almost... Entirely gone away from the active time battle, yeah. so yeah. and this is a really interesting uh, progression of that.
1: And yeah, you get to celebrate the Evolution beautiful of music of Chopin mm-hmm. in video game form, probably. Gorgeous and colorful. Everybody's got a kick-ass hat. Uh, it's, it's great, <laughs> and and even their weapons aren't they? The weapons like musical notes. Fucking, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it all involves music and like mm.
2: I don't know. I thought it was really great yeah. for someone who likes Super Mario RPG. I, I hadn't seen a battle system I liked that much since uh, into, until Inter- Eternal Sonata. Man, I man, always... my
3: sinuses. Are- By the way, the random yeah. RPG I was thinking of was Infinite Undiscovery. Yeah, oh, I remember that like, was it. Every yeah. RPG in this generation was just like pick. It was almost like those Facebook Two things, random like names. yeah, like what's your what's your the first initial and your first name? That's this thing on your Facebook quiz. What's your last name? It's this Indian
1: Head
2: Pee Wee.
0: What's yeah. your Star Wars, <laughs> Wars name? Okay, that's also your RPG's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Infinite Undiscovery was so uh, so bland. I remember getting a demo for it. I was like, is there anything special about this, or is this <laughs> just a pastiche of everything Square has done? Just Where in do one we, game. Our
2: research showed people like RPGs, so we made one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, high, high can you imagine you like it? a a
0: more <laughs> unappealing title than Infinite Undiscovery? Yeah. Like this game goes on forever and you will never do anything new. I the you know. Whereas is the Eternal Sonata story. is
3: like it's a beautiful thing that you will hear, hear forever.
1: Yeah. Well, I, at least I, it sounds pretty. Yeah. Uh, I. Didn't get it in the news list, but there was this great quote from the. As long as we're talking about Square, mm-hmm. there was this great great quote from the guy who is now running Final Fantasy division, and he's getting Final Fantasy out finally. Oh, and he said that Final Fantasy there was a Final Fantasy disease within Square, which was the feeling was uh they were very unprepared to make any changes to the franchise, and that they just thought well. Final Fantasy is a great game, and if we're working on one, we're great developers, so whatever we're making must be right. And Mm. he said that he had to, like, bix that way of thinking. It made a lot of enemies doing so, but he had to change a lot of minds when he arrived uh, or got put in charge of the studio. And then he said that Final Fantasy disease spread to the fans as well, and, uh, <laughs> and he's having to deal with that now. When but. you said Final
0: Fantasy disease, I thought you were going to say, like, "Yes, it starts with a mild cold, and then the next day you wake up and you have
1: four foot tall pink hair." <laughs> No, then you'd be Zarnia from Overwatch, am I right? Yeah. That's a current reference. Yeah. It proves yeah. I pay attention to new <laughs> games and enjoy them, right? Somebody mark down Hank is
2: relevant. Yeah. <laughs> Zarya.
1: All right, I'll That's make right. the
0: check. All right, let's jump ahead to the final and most important game.
4: Number uh, one. Yay!
0: Kid Icarus. Yeah. You fall down a hole and into a dream yes. and into the lame cliches that we dismissed at the beginning, but this was the first time games really did it in a memorable way yes. at I least still, us.
2: I still think this was totally worth it, and it's one of my favorite Mario games
0: Super Mario Bros
1: 2,
2: 2 or USA if you want to be a dick about it yeah. And,
1: and yeah, they go, Mario Luigi, Princess and Toad all head to subcon. <laughs>
2: And I never... It's sort of weird to notice when you watch Scott Pilgrim, they have the one-star doors, which are key Mm -hmm. to Super Mario 2, and heading into fantasy. The whole game starts with you falling out of a door, (laughs) which is just like... I, I can't believe even as a little kid I, I guess it went over my head but how, how could we not confuse this for yeah. a dream walking through a door and falling I mean I
1: played it when I I first played it when I was seven like what was yeah. I, I I remember thought, like I I'm falling out of trips. a door I
2: have to make it I have to make it directly go into the door without touching the ground that's yeah. immediately what I try well, to I do I think
3: a lot Let's of see if I can land it directly in the shy guy's head before yeah, I hit yeah. the ground
0: I think a lot of people are of course familiar with the story of this game that it began as Doki Doki Panic a game which was made as a promo for a television Station's uh, summer Conference. block of progra- program.
2: Wow. It was made for like a shitty regional E3. Well,
0: they, they had like a summer of too many yeah. stars kind of thing mm-hmm. where they had like a bunch of star-studded programs and they created these mascots uh, for the, the summer. They then handed these mascots to yes. Nintendo and said, here, make a game. He, that's, that, that well, the mascots, blows my yeah. mind
2: the idea of like and make
0: p- us a promotional game and who are we going to approach the biggest
2: people in our industry <laughs> yeah. and they're going to say Jeremy yes Jero yeah.
3: Miyamoto's like let me try my hardest on this uh, and,
0: yeah, on this game funny like, thing when it- that Mario 2 is sponsored content that is <laughs> yeah. that is where it came from yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but when it started it was like this purely vertical game. I think you were like trying to stack blocks to get up to a door mm. while these monsters were, were hassling you. And entering the
2: entertainment zone?
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> then Shigeru Miyamoto came along and, and fixed it and said like, no, you need to make it more like Mario, more like this. And, uh, ironically the Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2 was not really made by Shigeru Miyamoto. It was handed off to another guy who was like, well uh... This game needs to be for people who finished the first one, so it needs to be really fucking hard, yeah. and a complete betrayal of everyone's
1: expectation.
2: Carry the moniker, too. In I, way. I don't a think disc system.
1: To... Yeah. Well, they made it very clear it was for super players. If you watch... If you've ever seen the commercial for its release in Japan... Yeah it's all about this is gonna kick your ass. Like, Mario is mm-hmm. like, beaten up and bloody in the commercial. Like, yeah. this you is suck.
2: suck! Even the amazing... Com- we have an amazing compilation of Rick Mile, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Uh, British advertisements. The British advertisements acknowledge that these are gonna kick your dick in. Yeah, the lost And he makes jokes as about as them. It,
0: and yeah. the
1: Australian ones with the weird, like, blocky yes. characters who are
0: like, you, you cannot beat us.
1: Yes. Yeah, the... I mean, Doki Doki Panic was being produced at the same time by... The E, I guess uh, they would later get the name Nintendo EAD, yeah. but they were the number one development team under Miyamoto, and they were the internal ones. You know, you had R&D 2 and you had EAD. Those were the two big internal teams at the start of the Famicom. And so, I could see Miyamoto, you know, wanting to push his inspiration into a um, Arabian Nights style game mm. instead of just make Super Mario again. I mean, mm. the main character was mm. Toad
2: in a turban, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were all... <laughs> that was the main
2: character? Toad sucks. Toad is the best player in, in Mario 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a
0: mother, father, and two two children mm. were the characters in the original. And uh, then what what happened with the American release was, of course, uh, the original Super Mario Brothers 2 got handed off to Howard Phillips and they said, here, play this. Tell us what you think. And he's like, This is terrible. You can't market this. People will hate it. So they discovered this. They had this other game, and uh, it was kind of Mario-y, and so they just adapted it. To fit the Mario characters, and I think it it changed the course of the, the totally. franchise. Like totally, it, Super Mario Bros. three like the mm-hmm. art is clearly influenced by the well, art from,
1: from two. I think uh, they were slow to adapt it to like to slow to recognize. Like almost no enemies carry over from Mario USA to three. They started to. Yeah, I well, mean, not to three to three. Well, oh, we got it, ninji, shy guys. We got yeah bombs. There were a couple, sure, but the. I think that was... Super Mario 3 was really Miyamoto's way of saying, if I really made a Super Mario Brothers 2, this is it. Like, and I, I do think, though, it, it came in more like... Especially with Yoshi's Island is just so Super Mario USA. And, yeah, the colorfulness. it also, it was the first time Luigi was not a twin of Mario. He was not a perfect twin in twin. He was a taller dude. Oh and, and he didn't... ran Welcome. in the air ah. and everyone loved it. And they didn't express Teagle-toes. they didn't <laughs> express that in character design for Luigi until Again, until Super Mario Kart, when he appeared in the original versions of Super Mario Three and Super Mario World, he was just a green Mario again. But then, what? when they make Mario Kart, they're like, "Okay, he's skinnier, he's lankier, he's, he's goofier." Here. And I, I, we
2: joked about that on Retronauts, uh, the, one of the episodes I was on, that like there was so little Mario canon when this awful Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Super Show came along <laughs> that it ju- it juggled. Mario 1 with Mario 2. It was just established. Oh no, Mario, the flurries. We're going to have to battle Fry Guy and Triclyde, And like, they're just Mario yeah. canon and never appeared again. Yeah, well, I think they. It was had... reinforced in my little brain that Mario 2 was really important. And Wait, I still believe it. I wish it was more important. How
3: much of a mindfuck was it for Mario? Like, the first time he saw Birdo outside of Mario 2, right? <laughs> which he dreamed, and then oh, yeah. like ended up playing tennis against this thing that he dreamed years yeah, earlier. Anna, that's Still the around?
0: key thing we haven't mentioned, is that, yes, of course, this is all in a dream. Uh, as revealed at the end, yeah, it's, it's all in Subcon. The mm. manual
2: states it as, yeah. uh, well, I think it's Mario it had a dream
1: later. and tells his friends about it, mm-hmm. that he was in this place and fought this mm-hmm. big toad. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to sleep, and he imagines himself on a in unknown stairway, and then opens the door, mm-hmm. and that's when the first level starts. It's a, It's a it's yeah, it's a great use of the instruction manual to yeah. tell a story uh, yeah. for its time way ahead of it. And that world sounds like this.
2: I, I do I have won, won, the won. entire, the entirety of the music is seven minutes long. I bet
0: yeah. if, if you played this as a kid, you know what each of those sounds we just played yeah. correspond to. That's it, it, Mario you... climbing a vine, throwing down a potion to create a warp or a subcondor throwing a couple of turnips at enemies and then going but through when the when you
3: throw down that potion and go through that door, is that a dream within subcon, which is why you kind of hear normal Mario music? <laughs> I
1: mean, it is like an Inception yeah. dream within a yeah, dream yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah, I think so. It's <laughs> he's touching a different part of his subconscious. And then, yeah, when the game ends, you wake up and you're... There's almost like this kind of points total thing of like how many levels did you beat with each character and showing it off and so it'll be different each time. I had to remember to
2: use Mario so at the end He's not a flat zero. Yeah, I, he's useless in that. I game. managed oh,
3: to yeah. like work things
2: out where I
0: Princess had an and e-
3: Luigi all the way. Mm-hmm. I managed to get an equal number for each character so they all felt good at the end. I remember trying to do oh. that.
2: I again at the time it might be the
1: world's largest Mario sprite mm-hmm.
2: at the very end. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was a full animation. screen animation yeah. in a yeah. Nintendo. I, I, my
1: mind was blown. <laughs> it was really like you can see that was them really showing off the extra thing they did because of all the stuff they had a doki doki panic like that's that is the biggest and I think they realized if we're going to do the it's all a dream thing we have to go big budget which at the time was taking up a lot of the memory of your cart with a full screen uh, animation that's just for the end of the game Mm
2: -hmm. I'm not good at a lot of games but we streamed it on our YouTube channel and I am very good at Mario 2 as it turns out Uh, both Mario 2's oh yeah I beat beat. we we beat it it was a a collaborative effort it's a very accessible you need it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, is it? You think so? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it may be weird in terms of just like every. It's really focused on picking things up and throwing it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it's an awesome platformer, and I wish Nintendo acknowledged it more. I wish yeah. we got more Wart, Tri fucking Mauser, the yeah. goddamn rat in sunglasses yeah. who throws bombs <laughs> so at you. Why cool. have we not seen that again? I want it on my arm right now, tattooed <laughs>
1: forever. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't think I ever beat it and truly uh, appreciate it until. Okay. Uh, the Game Boy Advance one, Super Mario oh, Advance, yep, like that's yep, what yep, I yeah. that's what I completed it.
2: Um, MIB right if over there's there. There's even Minibus. less of a
3: reason to play as Toad in that game. It's fucking wow! Oh, also, yeah. he is the oatmeal of that game. Nothing changes. You pick up an item. He's the same speed. Yep. He's the yep. same same jump, which sucks. In both, but everybody yeah, he jumps the He picks like the up least. things
2: faster, but If you know what you're doing. The first three levels, you get all the fucking coins. Yeah, and if, if yeah, every, you don't know MLG Mario, shit.
0: everybody yeah. else <laughs> gets slower and jumps shittier when they're carrying something. Mm-hmm. Toad is the only one that doesn't. Toad is I, always I will. The quicker I will always remember up. the. There is a quote from the How to Win It Nintendo Guide by Jeff Robin, which was a series <laughs> of paperbacks that were actually sold in the 1980s mm-hmm. where he said Toad is a crummy leaper, but at least he doesn't get crummier when he's carrying something. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Dude. Eternal dude. wisdom there.
0: Watch,
2: watch our Mario stream. I'll show you how to use Toad properly. You need him in the first three levels, period. Yeah.
0: Period. But mm-hmm. here, th- this makes it so that this isn't just exclusively Gen X nostalgia because if you were a kid when the GBA came out and you got... Uh, I think everybody pretty much had Super
1: Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get it so we started working together because it didn't happen. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I you know, there was, it was nothing on GBA at launch, but there's was was probably
0: some nostalgia for kids who had GBAs, mm-hmm. right?
2: We're
1: not completely old and irrelevant. Right. If you mm-hmm. had
2: if you had GBAs, this was some of your best Mario games yeah. for the Advance series. No, and... All you had
1: on at launch on GBA, the major games were like there's an okay Tony Hawk game, mm-hmm. there was Fire Pro Wrestling, which nobody oh, had yeah. heard of at that mm-hmm. point, and then there was like Namco Museum, which was just balls, and didn't even have a save function namco is too cheap to put in battery backed memory on it chris and- here's audio of your first sexual
0: awakening It's Birdo. Yeah, getting hit by his Birdo, own sperm. Yeah, Birdo <laughs> spitting out an egg and then getting clocked in the face with it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, poor I, Birdo. Did
2: not need to use gender pronouns on Birdo. Don't write. Stop yeah, first, writing the letters right now.
0: First trans character in a game. Yeah. Well, first one. Poison was first one badly, badly handled. handled. No, poison yeah. was later.
2: No, the first one that was talked about in America. Trans yeah, characters true. have been in Japan
0: forever, but it Which does. It's it, so weird in the manual. Like he's a boy who thinks yeah. he's a girl.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that
2: that was translated and brought over and left uh, a bunch of kids to think about the implications of what all this meant.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> they still play with it every now. You know, you think Nintendo might be afraid of it, but in uh, sorry, Paper Mario Sticker Star, which not everybody played, but There's a hilarious appearance by Birdo She appears for only one scene to give you a goat statue. Uh, sorry. Sticker, not a, a stick- goat statue. No, though. no, a sticker of a goat statue. But she arrives singing a song like "Heart of a Woman, Soul of a Man." I
2: am woman. Who- Hear me <laughs> <rolls.">
1: <laughs> it's a great thinly veiled reference to her gender well, it, identity. That
2: Captain Rainbow game that never came over here yeah. is oh, filled yeah. with acknowledgments of Birdo's gender association.
1: But they were too scared. They weren't yeah. putting it out. Well, I mean, I would be too.
2: would be a, it'd be this the, the fucking. Worst-selling well, was... game to launch a thousand thing pieces. <laughs>
1: well, this was eight, this was eight years ago. At that mm-hmm. point, I can't see them even doing it. But also that on the Wii, the Wii missed a lot of Japanese exclusive mm-hmm. games because I think it was doing so successful. Nintendo wasn't feeling like localizing that stuff. They were. They now are desperate enough to just like let's localize every weird Japanese yeah. game we because we don't have other games on the Wii if we don't mm-hmm. like they passed on all those fatal frame games and that shows you what a bad space the Wii U is in after skipping multiple fatal Frame games frame games on the Wii, Wii U, they're like uh, hey tech Koei, you think you can make another one of those we'll publish it we we'll will publish it. We'll publish it. It. We'll help <laughs> you with the localization just anything
0: <laughs> anything we got to make three fire emblems three <laughs> all right Super Mario Brothers 2. Clearly the best game ever to take place in a dream world. I like it more than Mario 3. Yeah? Yeah, wow, totally. I think, in in retrospect, I might a little bit, too, because I tried to get back into Mario 3, and it's just like, "Eh, this isn't... Everything's so different. This is so hard now! It's
2: just... But yeah, it's just like a a, a platformer that gets a little harder, whereas there's like legit puzzles and weird stuff in Mario Mm -hmm. 2. I don't know. I like it. I like it better.
0: This is the dreamiest game. (laughs) It's the dreamiest. Anyway on that note we're going to take a little dream I mean a break uh, when we come back we're going to talk about Overwatch I promise and Ninja uh, Turtles uh, yeah mm-hmm. and Ninja Turtles <laughs> I was going to say and other new releases but uh, you made me call out the brand <laughs> uh, because I guess we get paid which we don't but uh, anyway and and some other stuff news etc stay tuned
4: second
2: Get scratchin'.
5: Hey, everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and I want to tell you all about the dream I was just stuck in. It was one in which the noble raccoons of San Francisco were paid for their labor instead of exploited for their ability to sit in front of microphones and rattle off promos for podcasts. Unfortunately, I woke up, and when Chris reached into my burrow and pulled me out by the scruff of my neck, I was coldly reminded that it was only a dream and will never come true until the Bay Area's furriest citizens rise up as one and strike a powerful blow against their human oppressors. I'm talking, of course, about violent overthrow, but until that day, I'm happy just to tell you how to support Vigigame Apocalypse and also its composer, Matt Payne, who, as you might remember, recently put up the Game Apocalypse theme song and two covers for sale on Bandcamp for just two bucks. Two bucks for three songs! Where else are you going to find a deal that good? I don't know. I'm a raccoon. You can get them all by going to matthewjosephpain.bandcamp.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-J-O-S-E-P-H-P-A-Y-N-E dot Bandcamp dot com. Hey Matt, how about getting a shorter name? If $2 is too much for you, why not spend $5? That logic might not make sense until you go to patreon.com slash and see everything you get for your money. For just a $5 monthly pledge, you'll get access to cool stuff the hosts send out, the bonus time podcast, the first season of Talking Simpsons that you can't listen to yet because it's behind a paywall. But for $5, you can listen to all the episodes discussing the show from back when its writers didn't have their shit together and it looked like garbage. If you don't want to spend any money, hey, you know what, that's fine too. Subscribe to Video Game Apocalypse on iTunes. Leave it five star reviews, five stars only. Remember, it's the number of fingers you have now, not the number of fingers, I'll bite off so your hand matches your rating. And if you're at a loss for what to say, just write, This show is amazing! I knew nothing of love until I felt its strong, smoky embrace around my shivering, nubile shoulders while the sunbeams played across its broad chest on that cold May afternoon. It'll be beautiful. It'll intrigue people. They'll want to know more. Or, you know what, you can help us out just by telling a friend. Just go up and say, Hey friend, there's this show you may have heard of called Game Apocalypse, and it's nominally about video games. It has four guys on it who sometimes know their shit, and uh, they talk about video games for like two hours, and that sounds intimidating, but it actually goes by pretty quickly. It's, it's silly, they got lots of jokes and lots of gags, and it's good time and your friend will say that sounds uncharacteristically straightforward coming from you given the bizarre ways you've talked up the show to me in the past I'm very suspicious right now, and you'll say, Oh, there's nothing to be suspicious of. I love you, and I just want to give you the best advice possible so that your mother and I can be confident you're doing okay. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't trust this man. I'm out of here. I'm never listening to the show. See ya. And then they flip you the double bird, and that's when you know that all is right with the universe, somehow. Don't ask me why. Again, I'm a raccoon. If that's too much human interaction for one day, why not post on our forums at slash forums? Visit the site at vigigameapocalypse.com. Answer the question of the week. Be a part of the community. I've talked for way too long now, so hopefully you won't fast forward through this next promo because it's pretty funny. Enjoy the rest of
3: the show. Last week on Cheap Podcast, the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I was a little bit worried about Alberto Del Rio just because he's like, hasn't been doing much since the uh, League of Nations broke up.
1: But I think he's just like... How soon until he quits again and calls somebody? Well, right now he's or... apparently dating. Uh, oh, he's dating Paige, Paige so that'll calm oh, any nerves, yeah. I think. Uh, what do you think of that I age difference? She's twenty-four, he's thirty-nine. I think it's great, 80. and all men should be able to do it as much as they want, <laughs> <laughs> which well,
4: we have
3: throughout all of history. Yes, yeah. that's <laughs> encouraging. Listen to Cheap Podcast on the Laser Time Network and on iTunes and on the Internet every Friday
4: morning.
0: And welcome back to our very salubrious <laughs> second segment. Salubrious, <laughs> salubrious. It's a word I learned from Calvin and Hobbes. What a molest
2: that word!
0: <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Let's just jump straight in with. Sorry. <laughs> Who wants to talk about Total War Warhammer? Yeah.
2: Uh, Actually, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Is that just releasing now? Yeah. That's an awesome wow, thing to do to Total that just War. Happened.
1: Yeah, it was. That's didn't great. It, didn't they just buy. Did they license Warhammer or did they yeah. buy Warhammer flat out? I forget.
2: I do not think they bought it flat out. Oh, I think yeah. it's too valuable, but I, I think they, they licensed yeah. it. And, and like, not that there wasn't anywhere for Total War to go, mm. just. I came up in the games industry where there was a different, total, like a Warhammer RTS, every three weeks, and the world seemed happy with that. And now yeah. that is no longer the case.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. so why to, not
2: let Creative Assembly make one?
1: It's weird to think of even five years ago that like EA had a Warhammer MMO that now no longer exists, mm-hmm. uh, but that was 40k, and then THQ was working on its own Warhammer Classic MMO. Well, they, they
0: also had. There was a Warhammer Classic
1: MMO. Oh, sorry, I got we'll it backwards. It. EA made the Warhammer yeah. Classic MMO. THQ was working on the 40K MMO, which never came together other than the Space Marines game. Space Marines. <laughs> this is great, by uh, the way. It, yeah, it was really good. It was <laughs> really good. Uh, but that was THQ's problem, like... Oh, we finally finished good stuff. We are out of money, though, but we finished some good mm-hmm. games. Too bad, but...
2: It just looks like THQ lost that license. I think that was THQ, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah THQ it was Space Marines. I
3: appreciate that game's uh, ability to fit the the word war in it more than, tw- more than once. Total
1: War Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. I think... I mean, everybody loves those Total War games. I have not, I have not played them. I... Must have Can bought a Total humble game. No, no,
2: they're great. They're great. I mean, oh, I got okay. them in
1: a Sega humble bundle with Valkyria uh, Chronicles. So, this one's reviewing
0: pretty well. It's sitting in an 86 on Metacritic. Good,
2: that's a crazy good wow. review yeah. score. That is really
1: good yeah. for Metacritic.
0: Yeah, now that you've got all these people using the entire scale or whatever. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Ah. Mutants in Manhattan.
0: Hey, we streamed that today. You
2: can find it on it, the YouTube channel. Which YouTube. has a, a metascore, meta-score of
1: Mr. Blank. <laughs> oh, is uh, it not?
2: doesn't have a metascore. You well, no, don't I mean, send
1: it, out early review comments. Yeah. So
2: and no I, for a good
3: reason. <laughs> By the time this episode posts, you will be able to see what I reviewed it at it's, for IGN. But right now, I don't know. It's share a, your thoughts. It's, it's better. Seven-ish. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a... It's don't make of, Dave commit to it now. Yeah, it's I, I, it's I, I, No, well, it's I'm like, like Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't I think I don't I know, it's, doing it's doing been
2: like. so long since I've seen a competent licensed game that's not great. Yeah. That I, I, I somehow want to welcome it, welcome it, this with open arms, just, and it's, it's asking for less money up front. Yeah. Release day. It's fifty instead of Because it knows what it is. <laughs>
1: Well, um, that's kind of, Platinum has become the, I, I'm kind of sad yeah. to see them become the competent factory of licensed games. But, like, like,
3: this is, if you've played previous Platinum games, say that five times fast. on, like, what is it, Korra? you have played previous Quora Platinum and Transformers, games. this is, like, par for the course, mm. where you're not going to get, like, a Bayonetta level game, you're going to get a... Uh, good, well, but not great game that you feel like if they put more time into it or had more time for it. And... Well, yeah, that's
1: the thing that really I think is the secret to the best Platinum games. They're defined by their polish. Like yeah. Bayonetta One and Two have a ton of polish on them, like so many little you know yeah. secrets hidden and stuff. And you can tell like the each level and each enemy has been iterated on a bunch yeah. of times. And this just feels like. Uh, not that because yeah. they got to get out Transformers: Devastation in time for this. They got to get out a Legend of Korra yeah. before yeah. the next movie. They got to get out a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game before the next movie comes out.
3: And also in this game, they have to f- they have to allow you to have four characters on the screen at the same time. So like, how much can you make the combat like seamless and refined when there are three other people doing like random shit around you? Yeah. at the yeah, same. I don't time. want to sound like
2: an old person, but it was like. I'm high. not dying, like, and I'm, I'm doing. I'm pulling off moves successfully, but I cannot see anything.
3: It, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so, not dead. And, and, your bo- and the bosses have like seven life bars,
2: and, and yeah, well, you have four people with four life bars and special meters and pizza meters that you have to look at at the it's same t- time. Way too much to keep it's track of. It's a giant mess. It, there are parts of it like no, this is substandard, terrible platforming. But there are trash. times
3: where it feels, it feels some, really good. There's and, other like,
2: times I play, but I have played the other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games that have come out since the good ones, yeah. and this is still better. This this yeah. is the this is very faint praise,
3: but this is the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game since uh, the Xbox Live Arcade uh, reissuing of so
1: 1989.
3: 1989. Yes, <laughs> which was just a literal like
1: uh, ROM dump. Yeah, it's yeah. just a ROM dump by Konami and Ubisoft, the, the people who had the rights at the it's, time. But that's
2: still like someone in the Yukon calling it a warm day because they're pisted and freeze inside their dick.
1: Well, I would yeah. say, I would say from what <laughs> I saw, you're welcome. <laughs> from when I saw the TMNT game, I think I preferred uh, what I played of Transformers Devastation just because that was so specifically like this is Gen 1 Transformers and it's also more focused on being a Bayonetta clone. Yeah. But the weird mix of multi and single player, and I think like splits focus on it yeah. and also leads to some like lame boss fights that are just like here's a tank and you're in a square room, hit him. That's pretty much everybody battle yeah no, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: There, there are parts of it that are trash but like in for twenty dollars someday as an inch turtles yeah. fan you'll get a kick out of this yeah, it's yeah. fine yeah it's totally fine I mean,
3: and yeah. it, it has more work more thought put into it than i yeah. it would have expected like mm-hmm. i played a couple levels this morning before bringing it here for the stream and when i played the first level i just faced uh Rocksteady? Bebop. 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 I'll never, I'll never tell to but you.
4: But then bebop. when you
3: replay the level, like... Rocksteady showed up yeah, for no reason. And it's just like, they give you reasons to replay the levels yeah. for how short they are. The, the levels are insanely oh. short. There are lo- there are 20 minutes tops, and there are eight of them, so it well, won't take you long why, to finish it, but at least you'll get replay value well, out of it. Well, that's
1: why, like, the wing nut level we were doing, uh, Chris played, that was, was just, that was okay, this could be over. No, 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 find eight bombs. Must we? Now, now kill eight of these dudes. Really, couldn't be half of them. That like, was awful.
2: It, it seemed like a bad. That seemed like a bad prototype game. Yeah. And then I saw, oh yeah, Activision. I get it.
1: <laughs> I get it. I mean, that's good filler. And, and Publishes a prototype. Uh, looks wise. It's neither the new show nor the classic show nor the movies. It's yeah, that's kind fun. of I'd like lo-
2: I love the idea. I go into Target right now, and it's like my Turtles next to New Turtles, mm-hmm. and you can buy whichever one you want.
1: I cool? they were palatable
3: to me and. Yeah, yeah, I am not the crowd for Ninja Turtles anymore. Sadly. I sadly hated the new movie. <laughs> like I like a, a the new, a, a twelve the, oh, new old, old movie. A twelve year old will fall head over heels for those ninja turtles. Mm. And I don't hate them, so that's like a win.
1: It was closer to their Nickelodeon designs, which I do like, which of just adding more accessories and uniqueness to each mm. turtle. Like they're all of different heights, different shades of green. You know, uh, some of them have gap teeth now, and others have like more bandages on their arms. And some stuff. of their
2: bandanas are mm. different colors. Ooh. I noticed that. I've, ma- <laughs> I've made a point of it in my review. It's kind of a secret, mm-hmm. but uh, not everybody. Knows, they had
1: different weapons. This is true. But Henry uh, lost
2: his shit because Leonardo had his swords on one I side.
1: That's the one thing. Like there's, <laughs> Michael, they're too much into asymmetry. Like that was definitely mm. you can tell the note from the top was like. All the old turtles look exactly the same, except yep. for their bandana thing. So we need asymmetrical designs all over the place, and I'm fine with most yeah, of that. Everyone but... has a distinct silhouette. That's yeah. what you need to do. But as That's a memorable yeah, character so as, as a, as so as a kid, as a kid, I loved Leo Leonardo's katanas were an X on his back with yeah. his scabbards. But now. They are both to the side. It's two scabbards to the a quiver full of right. Hey. Yeah, and so
0: <laughs> two scabbards to the right is my favorite indie band. And
1: yeah. Raphael
3: only <laughs> has one testicle now. It's really true. weird. It's true. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. treated their like a dicks lesser dicks turtle. different lengths. And <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> it's just
0: yeah, like Leonardo's is smaller than you'd expect
1: because mm. he's the leader. Michelangelo but
0: tur- only pierced one nipple. Mm. Yeah. You have to yeah. buy the game to find out which
1: one. Did you know turtle dicks go all the way up their abdomen? They're like That's they're gross. really <laughs> proportionally they're very long. It makes
2: <laughs> Really hard to suck. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, Omnibus is
2: also out this too. week. Uh, is it? Oh, Omnibus is so fun. Yeah, yeah. Was fun. yeah. I, I love.
0: I love this description. Mm-hmm. Omnibus is a next to last gen physics game <laughs> about the most powerful bus in the universe that can't stop or even slow down for reasons incomprehensible to the simple human mind. Yeah. So I I
3: played <laughs> this fun. at the Day of the Devs uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's about it, a bus crashing through buildings. Yeah, it's kind of like Crazy Taxi meets Katamari have a, Damacy.
2: Torres in the back, or, or is that
3: some, just one That's level. for some of the stages. Okay. Yeah, like it's uh, one, the version I played is like it's almost a mini game collection. So one is like how how far can you launch this bus? Mm-hmm. Can you destroy this entire building with the bus? Or can you make it through the city without people falling off your bus? <laughs> it's a, it,
2: uh, yeah, I, I, it's ridiculous. It's wonderful.
3: Yeah, you so remember it, it it it's just out for PC, but like I, I want it on PS4 n 3.
1: I'm for, sure it'll uh, be there eventually, one. Dave. It all, all stuff comes to at least the PS4. Yeah. But it's the bus that wouldn't slow down. <laughs> all right,
0: now the moment you've all been waiting for: the last Blade 2 is on PS4 I and Vita. Once. What? The Neo Geo fighting game. That's awesome. That wow. Nazi moronic name love that game. <laughs> that was I played that on Dreamcast, and uh, that kind of set the template. And, like made me realize, like all SNK fighting games kind of follow the same thing. Uh-huh. Where like the game does not prepare you to fight the boss. The last boss is really hard. All right, let's talk about fucking Overwatch. Yeah. The
1: last blade I played. Uh, I remember <laughs> by Well, I Henry's did. not into it. He wants to keep no, talking. I, uh, well, I am not into talking about Overwatch because I haven't touched it. He's a battleborn it's man. My, it's yeah. not my genre. Can't shake it. But, No, with Last uh, Blade, I do remember buying Last Blade 2 for my Dreamcast and thinking at the time, well, this is the end of SNK. It's what all the magazines tell me. Mm -hmm. The final Neo Geo game. And it was for a while, and then Playmore bought them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now they're finally simply SNK again. All right, fine, Overwatch. Fine,
0: Overwatch. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with you, Hank, because I started playing this. And uh, it's really fun, but I feel kind of like I felt when Smash Brothers came out. Like, this is a game that is objectively really good. Everyone's super excited for it. Uh, It's character-driven, like, with lots of really cool, interesting characters. Uh, The action's really straightforward and simple, and yet it is kind of not for me, because I kind of need a story to hang... To, to latch to. I, yeah. I want progression, to a new on. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to fuck a story, <laughs> uh, in the face, and <laughs> well, I, I
2: people are really excited for it, not because metaphysically, not because of what it represents, because most people have played it already. It's been in right. beta for what seems to me like an yeah. eternity. I came
0: and at it like totally. I, I never touched the beta.
2: I, I looked at a little bit of the footage. I tried to understand a little bit about the characters, but. Uh, As someone sick to death of online shooters, Mm. like the idea that this is... This is more of a team-focused thing. Team Fortress is the best example. Yeah. Like, a, a Team Fortress for systems that aren't Steam uh, is even better. And, and, like, I don't know. It was utterly charming. I had a great yeah. time with it. I didn't... I never felt like I was being murdered unnecessarily by a guy who knew more than me. And mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, shit, he's got a
0: weird you, skill. Well, you kind of always I feel like didn't see you, that ha- coming. you have a good chance. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's no modes that are strictly based on killing. It's all, like... They, they don't even tell thing. you
2: your kill count in accordance with other people's. Yeah. Well, Ever in yeah, the, the modes no, like, that I play, because yeah. that's not what's important. No. The important thing is getting your objective done through your team, yeah. and like that's that is the kind of game I want. And like I bought it because like one like Carolyn and Cheryl, we all remember them. Uh, they were like, we're gonna play it, and like really okay. And then and then Bob, who he's been on the show. Like I don't fucking Bob
0: Mick.
3: Bob
2: Mick. He doesn't care about. He quality. was supposed he to he be on lied. this one, but he got wow. He likes oh. But he, why he said he said he did like overwatch because it's not like most shooters it's yeah. just it was just a fun humorous focused uh... it's just
0: if you like doom you'll like overwatch because yeah. it's very fast uh your your goal is very clear at all times it's it's just you're you're moving quickly trying to shoot things and each character has a very distinct mm-hmm. feel yeah. like each one has a different speed like you want to be to a tank with. or an assault
2: character it's it was that's the toughest thing about it figuring out which which one do I want to. GITGUD with because like uh they're all they're all fun and do weird it's different things It's pronounced good. Guy
0: good. Yes. Guy good. Sorry, um, guy good.
2: Yes, which is terrible advice for people trying to observe your medium. But um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but
0: yeah, yeah, I don't
2: know. I can't wait to play more you of it, but I also it. like nobody mics up on consoles and I want to play with which, friends. Which that.
0: is nice because yeah, I I actually no, bought nice. bought it on PS4 specifically because nobody would talk
1: Man. Yeah, but no, you're not like going to get. You if friends, you, you and I played with our friends, if you and I played, I would make the
0: effort to mic up. Yeah, you will. Uh, please do, and you can. I mean,
3: consoles are evolved enough that you can just talk with your friends while you're playing.
0: But yeah, like I, I played I, a ton ju- of
2: Destiny, and I play without a mic with people yeah. I don't know, on shit I know I can breeze through, yeah. the really hard stuff that I know I can't approach without friends, I mic the fuck yeah. up. It is important to do in a, in a shooter like this, and Overwatch, yeah. man, I can't, I can't wait to play more Overwatch. Yeah. I'm having so, a great I time mean, with it.
3: I reviewed the closest competitor to this, Battleborn.
2: Everybody will forget about that game. But I, <laughs> I
3: mean, Battleborn, it, it, it stakes its own claim in certain
2: ways, like... The campaign Is a fake single player, at least. It, well, I mean, it has a campaign. <laughs> you
3: can play that. You can play through that campaign with friends. So the, it's the another campaign
2: is the online modes with fake people. Well, no, it's like it, with, or with or with real people. But
3: there's another thing to do because I can imagine the, the thing no, with there's, a, there's, Overwatch... an arcade, there's an arcade
2: mode in Overwatch that I couldn't get into because we were uploading like 19 YouTube videos. Uh, okay, but the, a... the, the, I think there is a there is a less competitive focus. Mode is it? But it like, is, live. is it like
3: Titanfall, where it's just a, uh,
2: a, I think so. Yes, a I, little story sequence that plays before your match starts. I don't see how you think Battleborn was different, because that was exactly what it was.
3: Well, it was well, a fake no, campaign
2: I, you played online with other people. No,
3: there are like there are stages with a a but. place that you have to get to. Mm. I mean, you, you there is a they they built stages for Battleborn, and there's story elements that that happened during the level. So, like... that's oh, that, that, cutscenes.
2: That, you need cutscenes.
3: No, I mean, like... <laughs> there, like, there are, there are bosses. There are things... Like, mm-hmm. like you hear... Like, there's story but that elements can, that, that pop That can in.
2: occur in the regular game, though. No. Really? These, no. The, right, the, these bosses right. are
3: exclusive to the campaign. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a thing that would make Battleborn interesting. But, like, I'm just... I just marvel, like, because Overwatch has this more focused... Uh, um, because it's more focused, they have this... Like, it's just... It, it just works a lot better like the the frame rate is way better it's yep. always 60 mm. frames per second mm. like they ha- it's just so streamlined it's like very e- perfect. It very yeah. yeah like but perfect. it's it's Although, got a very esports presentation where like when the match ends oh, yeah, they, they tell they you like highlight of the match yeah
2: oh and the b- absolute absolute best thing about it it's searching for a match day one mm-hmm. servers aren't doing very great mm-hmm. uh you can go back to the menu and fiddle around with your skins and your loot
1: well wow, the match loads, why did this take so long? <laughs> You're not I'm just I... watching a cursor spin yes! around. Yes, you yeah. can go so and
0: configure things. That did not happen to me once. I started playing kind of late uh, Monday night, and I did not have any trouble getting into a match. It I was saw... always like within 30 seconds. I was playing. I saw people on PC having server issues, uh, and yeah.
2: like that's understandable. Day one server issues. I'm not. I'm not bashing that. But even the idea of like loading a level for a minute. You can go configure everything. Yeah. Most games don't bother to let you fucking do that and mm. load
0: something in the background. Why did yeah. this take so long? It was kind of annoying, though, because I discovered, like, even the tutorials happen server-side, because, yeah. like, there's that first tutorial where you're like, follow, um, what's her face? Uh, Tracer. Tracer, yeah. follow mm-hmm. I wanted to call her Twitch, and I knew that wasn't right. Follow Tracer around, and, like, she just, like, was jumping, like... Like, like it was serious lag. Like, she's just standing in one place, then appearing. I was like, wow, she's really doing that time jump a lot. Like, no, it was just fucking lag, because <laughs> I was using the PS4's Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. which is apparently terrible, at least in my house, for this. And then I hooked it up to a uh, an Ethernet cable. and like, okay, now it runs Man. beautifully. Also, yeah, like,
3: Overwatch, mm-hmm. the cast of, what, like, two dozen characters are immediately all playable, yeah. whereas... Yeah. Battleborn you play as like maybe six at the beginning. Yep. I can't I can't remember the exact number, and you gradually get access to them, but mm. it still takes forever to get more characters. Yep. And I kind of prefer this the was Overwatch method. And and, it,
2: and when you're when you're picking a team in Overwatch, they tell you, like, by the way, you're missing this. You don't have any tanks, you don't have any medical support. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe one of you should get good at this real fast <laughs> or pick a different character. Yeah. And so here here like I'm not a I, I have played Counter Strike in competitive leagues and been in tournaments Mm. and stuff and like that's the last time i really did that stuff but i but i I have done it before i have gotten good at shooters i have practiced with people across america three nights a week all that pathetic virginity shit i've done that (laughs) uh so (laughs) i've absolutely done that and then so like but really what my strategy comes down to there's a firefight happening here you keep running in and getting killed and i always like well i'll run or i'll walk around the entire map And I'll come around from the back and I'll shoot them in a way they're not expecting. This game, when there's a firefight focus in one way, I'll play as a different character. And then all of a sudden, people aren't ready to deal with a a certain kind of character who runs in through a choke point. I oh, I just threw a I threw a shield for me and I threw a shield for that person. Fuck bitch! You didn't see
1: mm-hmm. that coming. Because instead of changing loadouts and uh, while yes. dead you change, you can't yes. change characters. yes. Instead of
2: changing strategies, I can just change characters yeah. instantaneously, like all like up to sixteen, and they can yeah. all do different things. They can teleport. They can fly. You can't do that in they a battle. They can
1: rewind. But um, I like seeing the lineup of those people. Yeah. It, it looks it it's looks really just neat. like a fighting game. Yeah. When you're and if I sound pitch.
2: excited because I don't pay enough fucking attention to yeah. the rest of you, and I'm sorry if I'm no, getting into this wrong. Yeah, like I wonder
3: if. If Battleborn is going to change any of their strategies with this game out now. Like,
2: There seems to be a clear out-and-out out winner in terms of certain characters. I mean, well, so they will be the I... first to be nerfed a bit. Yeah, um, but, like, we'll, we'll, we'll battle... Probably we'll, Diva. Yeah.
3: We'll battleborns, D. like... D.Va's really yeah. fun.
2: Diva yeah. yeah. is a Japanese girl inside of a mech, yeah. and the mech can uh, either explode and you can get out of it, or it can explode and detonate and kill everybody in the area. But in, either way, you get a second... Including you, th- I have
0: not once yeah. been able to get away from <laughs> D.Va's yeah. exploding yeah. mech <laughs> before it goes up. I mean, up.
2: that's like a Call of Duty perk, too, of this, like, Kamikaze, fuck everybody! Everybody's but I wonder dead. if
3: there will be a Battleborn patch where, all right, now you can play as everybody right away. Yeah. Or is there a patch where, oh, you can switch characters in between, uh, like respawning? I because- mean, if they
1: want it, I think they see this is not going to work, and they probably should just done battle up uh, blood. No, not Blood Mower. What, what blood is Bros. Been- blood Mo? No, no, Blood. All right, wait. Give me a second. <laughs> Borderlands. I new- should have just done there Borderlands. Ah, there you go. Uh, I do like the Blizzard level of polish to it. Like, every mm-hmm. character design is very unique and just pops right out at you like... Blizzard's not is an American major ma- American developer that is not afraid of colors. It's just yes. like you know what now hot pink on this person. They're Not afraid of colors. The
2: music is great. They, they have these weird pseudo fucking like Asian Mexican level yeah. with like this great
1: music. Yeah, yeah uh, and the Japan one in the uh, set in the arcade at yeah. the start, like uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, featuring
2: all fucking old the, fucking yeah the, uh, Blizzard. Oh, so the,
1: the, I, I think I take it back a little mm-hmm. bit. Like
0: this isn't a game that I will likely invest like hours at a stretch into. But at the same time, like those moments when I'm sitting around, like like I could play a game, what should I play? and I just have this wrestling with this indecision, like oh, I'll just jump in with overwatch until I want to do something else. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't mind having it it's a like, game, it's like a like a game you can sit there for 20 minutes and play a couple rounds and yeah, I had fun What,
2: what you saw immediately wasn't uh, it wasn't invalid. what you saw is like this is a live focused game like the what, how mm-hmm. do I progress? You don't level up your characters. You don't add new skills. You You unlock skins. You unlock you know tertiary perks essentially, the skins and voice stuff and sprays and cosmetics. Yeah. So like if you don't, if you didn't buy into this hook line and sinker in the first couple levels, there might not be anything there for you. But in terms of like uh, uh, an online shooter, like I'm much happier with the online shooter landscape shifting towards this in terms of popularity than yet another. I'm in a war, war, twitch shooter. Like some of the characters yeah. can't even fucking run. They can't even <laughs> run. Like, yep. it, like everybody seems to be. There's, there's a way to level the playing field. Roadhog like is
0: very frustrating yeah. when you die, and you have to like. Okay, now I got to trudge back, and it's going to take thirty well, who are your seconds. favorite
2: characters?
0: Uh, well, D.Va, I'm, I've had the most fun with. Tracer yeah. is a lot of fun. Tracer
2: is the British girl, the center of the butt controversy. Yeah, but clear. she can she can Sorry. not only teleport, she can teleport back in time and regain the health she had at that time. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, part. yeah, you, you, but you'll be sent back. I just back thought to, it
0: was a cool way to dodge shots. It won't
2: reverse your death, but it'll like uh, you will be reverted to where you were at the time your health was at this certain way. So it's a, a good way to get back cheap health. Apparently, I wasn't using your teleport a lot. I, I, I liked McCree. The fucking Call of duty S. Yeah, McCree's uh, fun. He requires no, a the,
0: lot of precision, though.
2: He does, but that, that's how I play in Destiny. I play with a big, heavy six-shooter. Yeah. I, I uh, like, I'm pretty okay with that.
0: I like Roadhog a lot, but I tend to die really fast when mm-hmm. I'm playing as him.
2: I wanted... Was it Rat Trap? What am I thinking? Is that his name? Which
0: that's, one? What, Dirt Rat or Jump... Junk, junk Rat. Junk Rat. Junk yeah, Rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who looks like the Joker?
2: Yes, who like tosses out like who tosses out grenades, essentially, and also has a big, giant bear trap. Yeah, but nice. his special is, like, remember when Kirby would swallow a tire in the first game and just uh-huh. be able to roll through shit? Yeah. He can make one of those that you can then control and then explodes at the end of its destination. Yeah, uh, like nice. But again, like, it's, if that's the thing. The mo- the game is, is so not about killing the other player. It's about, like, what can we all do to yeah. capture this objective? And seeing people behind me, like, filling me full of health. And I know there's the medic in yeah. Team Fortress, but, like, that never worked out for me in the console version, and it was too late for me to jump in the PC yeah. version. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I hope people do grab. I hope uh, this works. I, I was not going to get this game before
3: I saw it being played today. Like I feel like I felt like every that, every are you playing sho- it today.
0: Yeah, you're oh, so good. You Jeez, inspired me,
3: dude. MLG. No, but That's like why I
0: get all the push I just I, like I previously
3: felt like Pushy. every all the push
0: Facebook's cat mascot. mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: every like I I, fe- I previously felt like every shooter needed a single player component or a campaign to go through yes. whereas like just seeing this in motion and seeing like how how I, fun it I, is I, and, and like how like it's just a... I can't
2: believe in this day and age that I'm looking at like should I pre-order this how many gigs is it how many gigs is it going to install you've been <laughs> listening to the show like i had to get rid of 70 gigs to play uncharted mm-hmm. and it's like seven like yeah.
0: seven gigs, yeah, it's like uh, a gift to me.
1: It's all yeah. server side. Yeah, yeah, Well, well I'll, I'll be buying bu-
3: this through the LaserTime Amazon link. There.
2: Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Well, and it's not a bunch Save of cutscenes.
1: Like you're not going to watch a ton of cutscenes mm-hmm. and story. Like unlike Uncharted, you know, yeah. which
2: is fine for yeah. for some games. I don't want to do no, that in my shooting. I was
0: a little disappointed that they set up like a plot with that cutscene, and then it's. Completely irrelevant to everything because you're not fighting invaders or whatever. You're just fighting each other.
2: I think it's I think it's different if you were if you were on the Team Fortress wavelength and every time Valve brought out one of those awesome movies and everybody mm. lost their mind, it'd be. I just I don't know. I did kind of want to get in the ground floor. They employ some that very attack.
1: good CG artists. Like they, they do, sure. and
2: I, I always pointed that out. I loved when a Valve employee pointed that out to me like, "Yeah, we hide stuff in there yeah. to basically beta test what people might like." <laughs>
1: we're releasing it in a fucking film. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> well, that reminds me of, uh, you know, the Warcraft movie is due out soon. Ooh. And mm. uh, the first reviews are out. Not good. You know, oh. we did this week's Laser Time about we, the best. We didn't tell Michael that. We did it because we shouldn't have done it without you. You really you shouldn't
0: know. have. I found um, out and I was I was just, like, made my biggest frowny face I know, at Diana I know, I know, when I know. she you told should, me. You
2: should have been there, but it was, like, the best video game movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And the idea that the highest Was one, Dead or
0: Alive on there? No.
2: Dude, no. It Bullshit. wasn't. It wasn't. Bullshit. that is the best video game movie, objectively. It wasn't because I left it out, because I'm like, this can't be right. It was third. It was third? It was third. It should have been third. I it's will not fantastic. ruin the first one for you at all, but like, it was third, and I forgot. I just, for
1: some reason, like, this can't be correct. Yes. Yes. That I, is insane. I
3: can't believe that Jamie Priestley is in the third best anything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and Kevin Nash, playing the what? Hulk Hogan type dude. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that Hulk Hogan no, guy's because, name is from DOA. Because Dead or right. Alive is a
0: stupid, fun movie. Mm. And it's just... It revels in that. And, like, the it, it's fucking Eric Roberts as the villain yeah. developing uh, glasses that will... Uh, predict martial arts moves and let the and he like they play it up like this is a doomsday device and like no yeah. it's just gonna let you cheat at martial arts tournaments that's the only reason to have these is so. it a gawky in this movie
1: no they no but Eric Roberts
0: look. looks kind of like him yeah he is or he's got, got like that American long hair if you, yeah. Yeah. Has like, a if you haven't heard similar amount of
2: pockmarks. if you haven't heard laser time no video game movie ever mm-hmm. has gotten higher than 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and, uh, that, and which means none of them have ever been certified fresh. And we did discover, they're all full of shit. I went back and read the Ratchet & Clank reviews, and like most of the, the condemnation, like being that this is a video game, like you're automatically judging yeah. this by, <laughs> yeah. by, by I, its roots. I always
0: hate that, like, of course it's based yeah. on a video game. It's stupid. Yeah, because the Ratchet & Clank one is so low. So yeah. low, and I'm
2: like, this is not that bad. I watch a ton of bad CG movies. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the mm-hmm. DOA, the DOA one, it's at 34, percent so it did. We did miss it on the thing, but I would have sworn it, it would have in been, the been at 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. it was mentioned. Uh, but then Warcraft is right now at 40, percent though we'll see. I when guess does this count as news? Come in.
2: Well, it, yeah. it only does that. That I, I, I said on the show, and I've said it on here before that, that the new Assassin's Creed movie and the Warcraft movie look like it looks like. Game movies have managed to capture the tone of their respective products in a way that they didn't when we were when we were growing up. And Street yeah. Fighter was ridiculous. Yep, yep. And Mario. Don't, let's not talk about
3: hold Super that thought Mario, for brother. a second. Okay. Oh wait. Well, before news, I looked up Overwatch on Metacritic, and it's right now it's at a ninety-eight. But there's only been five reviews. Wow. But un- unlike every time when there's only five reviews, they're not from like hobby consolas <laughs> and gamers. Did you uh, video? Did
2: You give us free games.
3: No, for that like team? a. One review is Trigy from Game Chuego Informer, Sat-Kormen. who like never gets out tens. They gave wow. it a ten. Wow! Uh, Destructoid gave a ten. No,
2: it's it's captivating. It's
3: and and it's kind of groundbreaking in that like what like we multiplayer will play focused shooter. No single play, No 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 campaign focused shooter like has had that level of critical reception thus far.
2: I lost all you dicks on Destiny. <laughs> I'm not giving up on Overwatch <laughs> year. No, I'm. I'm. You I'm, missed out on not I'm, playing Destiny. I'm buying with that game.
3: Yeah. The Amazon.
2: it was a great game to play. Together. I should
3: everyone listen.
0: Very importantly, get to the sound without anyone talking over the lovely tones which I so painstakingly
1: assembled in my workshop late at night. Take it away, Hank. Well, as long as we're talking about movies, let's first say the Angry Birds movie made thirty-eight million its first weekend in the box office, unseating Civil War from the top. That is by no means a massive hit, but thirty-eight million is nothing. It, it to was sneeze number at. one. It was number one. Beat beat uh, Civil War by about a million and a half, and currently it its uh, second week global total is one hundred and fifty million. So. You know, it's at least going to be a break even for Rovio. Well, who knows if it's we should spoil Lance. it on the later
2: <laughs> time? Best video games movies ever made, but it is Angry Birds. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is Angry Birds. Angry yeah. Birds is the number one.
1: But as we've uh, talked about it's on, it's a forty three on Metacritic. Yeah. Right? Well, it had a forty
2: eight the time of recording.
1: Uh, though at the, also we talked about this before on the show that Rovio bankrolled this themselves yeah. and it needs to succeed for rovio to continue existing and i so. said I find that hard it's hard to believe
0: like they had the most money of anybody like and they 10 years ago spent it on lots of stuff yeah, they did yeah, but yeah. they spent
2: it on a lot of like merch that kind of failed and all the all the angry birds
1: 2 remember like it yeah. was a year ago and they're like
2: it finally happened angry birds 2 and do you have a cricket sound effect
1: yeah <laughs> and <laughs> same with star wars like people were not that into angry birds star wars that was yeah. like, Wait, like the i last... think i've got one actually
2: angry birds 2 everyone Y'all be haters, don't hate my game. <laughs> right, I'll settle
1: for that one. That's um, good. But also in the news, <laughs> Gran Turismo Sport is coming out November 15th. Legit, site. So, yeah, what's so special about it compared to other uh, previous Gran Turismos? It's, I mean, I it's guess the 1st sports PS4 Yeah, it's the first Turismo. PS4 one. I'm sure it will be gorgeous. Dude, but like they every, should call it PS4.
3: Every
2: PlayStation, it. well, except for the last one, was buoyed by the release of a Gran Turismo game. Yeah. And so it is important to the PlayStation universe, and especially if you live in Europe and you are not forced to own a car.
4: But
3: like, why not just call it Gran Turismo (laughs) Seven?
2: Because they probably it's it's probably super iterative, and they want to do that later. And like that carries a lot of baggage in and of itself. But that it's Sprott and not uh, what Seven would it be Seven?
1: I guess Seven. Yeah, yeah. They Uh, just dumped dumped out six. What
2: did I read? And also that like you can race in it. And it qualifies you to go get a real racing degree.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I wow. mean, the
2: game—the game is does help you with the fundamental understanding. Wow. It's why it's why I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, why I hate the game. I, you have to tune your engine to such an extent. Now, this this tires are going to get the wrong tread. They,
0: they still have the feature. I think it was introduced in three or four. I think four. Where you could, like, hook a printer up to the PlayStation and print out a picture of your car.
2: Really? Yeah. All I remember is there was, there was like, those endurance laps. You need to run around yeah. in this circle and qualify, and you have to do this for six hours. Oh, Jesus. And my friend figured out if he took two rubber bands for the analog sticks <laughs> and put them around and, and, and tied them together, he could just walk away and qualify. <laughs> That's
1: nice. Yeah, I, I am fascinated by the overlord of that series because he ca- seems to be able to just feel like I will take as long as I feel yeah, like he's from thing. the old school
2: of insane japanese like this is like, like pirate captains yeah, essentially i, I, mean,
3: this, you know? I think this is the last this is the last Japanese franchise that still matters for Sony.
1: It still gets to do what it wants, yeah. Like, yeah I, and so
2: I'm excited to see that. And I do like. I didn't like the last few. I do like Gran Turismo. I've had a lot of fun with Gran Turismo games. So
1: I did not play this on uh, iPad or a uh, tablet, but I'm really looking forward to Pac-Man 256 is coming to consoles on June 21st. Uh, I played
2: a ton of that.
1: I heard well, a lot of good things. So it's great. It's... In, in case you don't know, two fifty six is a reference to the kill screen, mm-hmm. Pac Man kill screen coming up. But it means that the the game is falling apart on top of itself. That's so you are runner. so you're. It is a free runner with mm-hmm. Pac Man, but I like the retro concept of the arcade machine is bugging out yeah. as you're playing, and you have to keep going before the world but, disappears. And that's what's awesome
2: you. about it, it's the conceit of like every four seconds you're on a different pac-man screen yeah and below you is like the o's and ones and half cherries of the kill screen so that's i thought that was weird because this is a free runner supposed to appeal to the iphone generation but like the reference is to like 40 year olds <laughs> yeah like only uh, yeah. only 40 year olds are gonna get this <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> june tw-
1: only 80s kids will understand 80s kids. uh so yeah june 21st i, I so loved Mitchell it it's from the this. makers
2: of crossy road i thought mm-hmm. it was great
1: uh, Uncharted four broke records for first week sales. In Uncharted, it was actually two point seven million in its first week so- sales, and I think that shows you just how much bigger the install base is for PS four than PS three at this point. Like, the, if this is breaking, I'm only remembering
2: that that Resident Evil sold six million in its first week, but
1: this is so. Exclusive console. mm -hmm. Like it's a console exclusive. All previous Uncharted's were console exclusives. And in their first week, none of them broke this number. Even three, which came out in November, and it was their big November game. And yet, this one, you know, comes out in March or May, and it breaks their record for top sales. You want me to tell you why that is? Oh because the
0: ps4 now occupies the slot that the 360 occupied in the previous generation oh where
1: it's the console everyone seems oh to we're have. gonna get letters yeah we're gonna get yeah. letters
2: you just express some kind of bias <laughs> well
1: no i totally agree with that because <laughs> with this, facts <laughs> this weekend i shared a deal on the LaserTime twitter which hey follow that and you'll see lots yeah. of cool amazon deals but mm-hmm. the one i saw was like it seemed it seemed like a fire sale by amazon 369 bucks Get you a one terabyte Xbox One, in the uh, the Gears of War package it comes with Gears of War Ultimate, Rare Replay, or In the Blind Forest. Then it also comes with a second controller, Jesus. and you get mm-hmm. uh, Halo Five Guardians, and you get Forza uh, Horizon Two. And wow. you get a fifty dollars Amazon gift card. For, I almost want to buy. If board. I didn't own everything on that list, I would have yes, bought. That's it. all really good. I don't it's, own Horizon. Yeah, but... it's three hundred and sixty nine bucks for the great. whole thing, and it tells. I still buy a PS Four. <laughs> I feel like that really indicates that at E3, Microsoft will announce the Xbox 1.1 mm-hmm. or whatever, and this is Amazon knowing that and dumping their surplus before the plebes know it. I was, trying to, I was it. trying
3: to look up like a comparative sales figure for uh, Halo 5.
1: but They uh, were very they, quiet about the sales so of that game. What they
3: said was that uh, the first week, more than $400 million in global sales of Halo 5 Guardians, games, and hardware... Mm. which means that could that, mean anything that means the game itself the console that came with it uh maybe any controller that had halo 5 mm. guardians on it or headsets that had halo 5 guardians on it
1: that's a very soft math uh so hideo kojima was back in the news he was talking <laughs> up his new new details on the development studio he has opened up and he talked about how if you follow hideo kojima on twitter like i do you know he did a A few months ago, he did a tour of the world. Like, he went to every Sony, seemingly every Sony owned studio, and he reveals that this was kind of a fact finding mission of seeing, like, (laughs) he had been so installed, like, he had not left Konami's development sphere for Since a long time. Since 1985. Yeah, and then he made his own studio within that, but he still was part of that. And so this was him getting to see, like, well, how does Media Molecule do it? How does um, those jerks that make Killzone do it? So all those people. And he, he go. He, so he has this really cool-looking world tour he did, and uh, so he talked about one of the lessons he learned. One was that he definitely made a point of, wow, there's a lot more women at these than I'm used to, like these... <laughs> And and then also he mentioned that and they're not mute that that uh, are always in uh, bikinis <laughs> like mine. When he said that uh, Japanese Japanese development was much more macho, and then it was just like you're the guy at the top, you hand the orders to someone and they do it. It's not it's not as cooperative as he'd seen in other places. It, Media Molecule, he says, definitely has that, and he takes inspiration from. It. And they said that he never wants to have a team bigger than a hundred people, and that he had like. Up to 200 people on his studio at uh, at a time on Metal Gear, and that was just too much. You can't keep track of everybody. You can't you can't know what's
0: going on. I, I hate that I read that headline and my lizard brain just goes like, "But I don't want
1: Kojima to make Little Big Planet." No, I don't either. But <laughs> no, he says he's going to make. Uh, uh, another action game. He's sticking with action games. Yeah, schmear. Yeah, I'm sure at least his first game will not change all that much. It's steel Cog. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah, get Steel, Steel Cog, cog. with <laughs> Super Agent
0: Kurt Russell. It's just Kurt Russell. He just hired playing Kurt himself. Russell? That would go full circle. <laughs> yeah. That would be
2: so great. I hope he does that. Kurt Russell is available. He is. I could almost pay for him to do a play. Meryl, I'm actor
1: Kurt Russell. <laughs> so don't say E.J. I don't e-
2: think so. he's going to do a John Wayne. Impro- just watch yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah. Get it on later. And, and also Hateful Eight. He yeah. does the same yes. character there. Yes. All punches that woman mercilessly yeah, in the man. face over and but over again. But then
1: she calls Samuel jackson the n-word and you're like well gee i don't know who to be mad at now like, <laughs> take, is, it, take listen, it to
2: the internet i need another yeah. think piece give it to me guarantee yeah. K- like at, really just Fox's... be mad at
0: everyone they're all shitty people i did they, i did want hate to play, say my
2: yeah. favorite character in overwatch because i just <laughs> looked at facebook and uh Dale, danielle uh riendo yeah, from from yeah. zam wrote an article so if, if zarya was your girlfriend mm-hmm. which was a character i strangely did great with hmm um, like I really, I really oh, did like. A, awesome, my, McCree, Reaper, Tracer, um, and Winston. Fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, the ESA is saying that E3 isn't dead. It's E3 Live. How's that first setup? Oh, up? Uh, big snore. E3 Live. Uh, so yeah, they're doing it's E3 Live, featuring Morgan. Dennis Dyak. So. <laughs> As attendees of E3, you know that there's tons and of people... And Joel McHale! There's tons of and people Rip hanging... And Taylor! <laughs> there's tons <laughs> of people hanging around E3 who don't have badges and can't access it, but they'll go to, in years past, Nintendo's like Smash Brothers Tournament or the, or what, the um, Nintendo Championship they did last year. So this year, uh, I don't think Nintendo is doing... a big free public thing Mm -hmm. but EA and other developers are like EA is doing something called EA Play and now this is the ESA themselves saying okay every all three days of E3 or three days of E3 we're going to have a free gameplay mini version of it in LA Live which I think the news story I read about at first was like, oh, it's not going to be the convention center. It'll be at LA Live, this other place. And I thought,
0: Which is like a block well, from the convention center.
1: Yeah, has convention the person center. who wrote this been to E3? Because a- LA Live is exactly where E3 is. Like You walk mm-hmm. through LA Live to go to the convention well, it's center. Like you the have to shopping. park, you, you have the to park
3: sh- at LA Live too. It's the shopping yes. center adjacent to you know, E3.
0: It's
1: the it's place that Werner Herzog would describe
0: as an abomination. It, it, it is. This
2: is the place where a bunch of nerds go to gallivant and complain about Ghostbusters trailers and DLC content.
1: (laughs) And then when they can find no place to eat, they settle for ESPN, (laughs) the restaurant. (laughs) I have Uh, eaten there. Yeah, I've they, eaten there too. I ate there when they Nintendo sit down powers. and
2: eat the areola blue cheese wings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what was the place that we, we? There's like a brew pub there that has like these like eight foot tall glasses of beer or something Fuck, like that. What was that?
1: Yeah, David, you never again. ate there when time we went to bar. Yes, <laughs> I feel like we ate there when we were there for WWE one time. I oh forget. yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just another thing to. You know, E3 might be shrinking with publisher representation, but it seems that it's becoming more a public force every time. And I would not be surprised if next E3, it just becomes Comic-Con. And it's a thing yeah, or it'll have, totally. or maybe like TGS of just like, no. here's the press days, and here's the public days. It
2: should, it yeah. should. The press should have preferential treatment for one day and everybody else wants to travel to this one corner of the globe Man. to play the Man. latest game should be able to. Well, yeah. like, oh, fuck this shit. E- E3 doesn't mean anything anymore. Depending on
3: <laughs> like your metric, like either the first or the second most po- like popular uh, third-party developer has pulled Activision. out. Yeah. You can't figure no, out no. how to give
2: Kmart a glimpse of what your game Man. looks like so they stock it at Christmas time. You don't deserve Activision, to be in business.
3: Activision has <laughs> never so- really committed to E3, but mm. EA... Who has been? They like, always said big. Stuff but now right. they're not even doing nope. it here, right? Yeah, but they yeah have they're doing big, that
2: big stupid showcase. That yeah, but I can yeah. see not wanting to pay that money again.
3: Yeah, but like I don't know, like it's
1: millions of dollars you don't
3: have. But this is know? like the SA, like an like ha- forming an olive branch, saying like here we're gonna do this fan show too maybe they'll get some of the old gaming
2: deserves an annual thing to be really excited about I don't care where it is I hope someday it's not in LA so I can justify going to fucking Japan
3: uh, yeah I mean I guess it's just making Germany uh, it's just forming the E3 equivalent of PAX which is like the the same demo that people played at E three you'll be playing at these pre- like other sh- shows later but you can play the same week as mm-hmm. the
1: well Comic Con kind of has become that as somebody who covered E three and then three weeks later Comic Con yeah. when you go to every publisher's booth they're like I would always ask if this is the E three demo right yeah, yeah. Oh, okay cool of course it see is. ya I'll go to my next appointment <laughs> <laughs> thank you it was it was Nintendo were the rare ones who were just like. No, we brought a new version of Hyrule Warriors. This is not... We are speaking. inconveniencing yes. you. <laughs> you better play this and have thoughts. <laughs> and they better be positive or we Nintendo's won't run by Dan loop.
0: Pardo. Yes. Don Don Pardo. Pardo. Don Pardo. <laughs> Dan Pardo. Dan Pardo. Dan Pardo is his evil brother. He would he'd be really uh, upset if he wasn't dead.
1: Oh, uh, what, once, oh. One quick
2: news story, just because I really want to say it to an audience of people who... Might not care about it, but it heard me rattle right on about this person. Uh, we lost Alan Young this week. Ah, uh, yes, uh, The yeah. voice of Scrooge McDuck. To me, one of my favorite characters in the entire universe. Um, he also played Wilbur on Mr. Ed. Oh, you can see him there. And, and like, that's... I'd rep- recommend that as a distant third. The Time Machine. One of the best movies I've ever seen. I grew up watching that with my dad over and over again. The Time Machine. H.G. E. Wells, The Time Machine from the 1960s. Travels ahead of the Morlocks. Uh, the only other... Character in the past is Alan Young doing a Scottish accent. You can see him doing it in person, yeah. his Scrooge McDuck, but he's been doing that since 1974. Uh, gaming isn't that old, and I, I can't think of another person who's embodied a character for that long. Oh, no. And, and I wanted to just give a shout out to Alan Young. R.I.P. You will be missed. He made yeah. it to almost 100. He was voicing wow. Scrooge McDuck since 1974, almost exclusively. Oh, There's damn. one asshole thing in 1982. <laughs> Sports Goofy and Soccer Mania I hate Europe and all the South American (laughs) countries who have access to this awful cartoon because it is terrible but it's a prototype for DuckTales Uh, but other than that Alan Young did the voice of Scrooge from the 1974 Christmas Carol album to the 1983 Disney's Christmas Carol to DuckTales to the DuckTales game DuckTales Remastered is now what? Uh, backwards compatible? It is. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's uh, one of backwards that's compatible. That's this week's big news. So around. yeah. So if it, like not that this, that's big news. It's just like Alan Young. He was a really nice guy. I, I was feel very fortunate to work in his periphery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like Scrooge McDuck, and I really like Ducktales remastered. And it's,
1: yeah. it's... Oh, please don't
3: punch mm. me for this joke, but what? I mean Scrooge McDuck is an iconic character, yeah. but he right. also influenced my favorite wife swap porn actor. Splooge McCuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That was funnier than it had a right to be. Uh, I wanted to say, as long as we're talking about Xbox One, (laughs) backwards compatibility. Uh, Just Cause 2 is also backwards compatible, (laughs) and the digital code is like $4 on
2: Amazon.
1: $3.74. Still going to want
2: the Steam version with the fucking multiplayer stuff and all the fan creative stuff. Yeah,
0: but my save
1: game is for the 360 version. So Never
2: buy that that fresh on any other system but Steam.
1: Another of the backwards compatible ones they announced was XCOM Enemy Unknown, which I love, love, love that game, but... Why wasn't it Enemy Within? That like, is weird. Could Enemy... I We're hope make Enemy it the begins. definitive version. <sighs> I, I mean, yeah, there is a lot of... Well, content. it's kind of late to do a yeah. definitive version.
0: Well, no, I'm saying Enemy Within
1: is the definitive version. Yeah, yeah, Well, that's why it's annoying to me that Unknown is the one that's backwards yeah. compatible, mm-hmm. not Within. Mm-hmm. Which is a separate right. uh, like it's not dl within is not dlc it's yeah. a separate boxed copy. It was dlc campaign. on pc. Yeah, yes, yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, and there were some other ones too on there. But Ducktales and XCOM were the biggest for Young me. Baby.
2: I'm going to get really fucking high tonight and watch yeah. Mister yeah. yeah.
3: X. And
1: also there
2: were I'm tougher than the toughies and smarter than the smart. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: GTA Five Two uh, K announced like GTA Five is at sixty five million copies yeah. sold. <laughs> Five million in the last year, which That's most crazy. most companies would kill to have a five million That's selling crazy, game. This game man. came out in twenty thirteen. Yeah.
0: Cra- I bought a new Xbox three sixty. You know why? GTA Online mm. is a license to print money. Yeah, uh, to the apparently. point where, like, I have seen people online complaining about other games say. Uh, identify GTA Online as a free-to-play game. It's like no, you paid sixty dollars for that. You yeah. just remember it as being mm-hmm. free because you don't pay monthly fees yeah. for it. Well, it's so, still
2: an online cash thing, and Steam never offers any deals. Like it's
0: it's like sixty dollars yeah. for GTA. Well, remember and a bunch like of free money. Like the first Steam sale after GTA Five hit Steam was like you can yeah GTA Five plus like $20 for in sh- in-game credit credits card for like, $60. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's not really a deal so, if you don't care about the online uh, component.
3: I read in terms of physical sales, so just the not no digital copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the NPD rankings, GTA 5 has been in the top 5 for January of 2014, wow. 2015, and 2016. Thanks wow, to the man. fact that it came out on Xbox yeah, One yeah, yeah. and that's PS4, still, but that's still damn.
1: amazing. Um, that's all. I think that tells. I me fight there's...
3: myself
2: every day for buying a PS4 or Xbox One version. I
3: I then... mean, I bought one and I barely <laughs> play it,
1: but I'm like, I'm glad I have it because
3: think... that game is it's really fucking good. I, it's I, the best GTA since like Vice City.
1: I wonder if those January sales also just show off that like somebody got a new console at Christmas and now they're buying this. Like, yeah, why yeah. wouldn't you? Like, if you <laughs> just.
2: That's, that's, that's an why not own point. the best version? That's an excellent point. Yeah. Like like why not own the best game? That like everyone's I, heard if of. If I bought my get...
3: older brother like a PS4 or Xbox one, he hasn't played a video game probably in 4 years. I would be like, "You got to play GTA 5." It, it it's the, the it'll be the most familiar and it's also like just the best game.
2: It's like the one I haven't finished by
1: the way as well. Mm,
3: you
2: idiot. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah, but
1: that's the, all the news. It's fit Yeah, to you discuss. need to finish it so you can experience one of the three endings.
3: And uh, I can't believe there hasn't been a gay Tony or... Um, yeah,
0: we will never get our single-player <laughs> <laughs> DLC. We don't need it. We'll probably get a uh, Red Dead 2 before that.
3: Every every hero in that game has an idiot friend that they could make DLC from. <laughs>
0: yep, yep, that's true. Uh, all right, let's move along to community segment. It is segmenting the community. Last week, Chris asked the very heartfelt question of what is a game that you would want to play with your kids or with your hypothetical kids. Uh, Oh, that's the one that
2: got someone... Yes, yeah, oh yeah. People loved
0: it. Uh, First one to respond was Membin Sainrain, who said, I wouldn't mind to one day have a son or daughter I could sit down and play the original Super Mario Brothers with. It would be awesome to teach them about the history of video games and how even some of the oldest titles can still be fun. That is, unless they think video games are dumb and they would rather go hiking or play sports, they would also have to pay for their own college. Freeloaders!
2: You will have, you will have a jock son. Just yep. for saying that, and, them and saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be did like that Patton
0: Oswalt bit about, like, Hey, a, Dad, I threw your Blade Runner gun <laughs> on the roof. Battlestar
2: Galactica figures on the roof, Dad. Oh, son! <laughs> if you do
0: ten push-ups, <laughs> I'll get him <them>
2: down. <laughs> did anybody say Custer's Revenge? You can't, that's no. that's the joke answer. So. But no. by the
3: way, we we did mention, like, if you don't have a kid, mention your hypothetical kid's name, and many people did deliver on that. Because
2: so, <laughs> Cory Noob said, A game I look forward to playing with my daughter in a couple of years is Mario Party. I want to teach her that life isn't fair and that the only turns that matter are the last few. That's right, because my grandfather said on his deathbed, son,
1: the only thing that mattered was the last two years of my life. (laughs) Mullen for Stallone says, I only have furry kids, which he means cats who he pampers very nicely not
0: kids who are furries on the internet not
1: annoying kids that weren't a Herzog bar (laughs) his oh my god the cat he built like this cat palace for them to live in I saw it it was amazing anyway I only have furry kids but if I did have a son he would most likely be named Omar Hey yo! I figure he would sink endless hours into Until Dawn so we could see all the different story paths while also getting him into horror just like his old mate
3: Uh, Darth Enderex says, Me and my son, hypothetical son I'm guessing, Jefferson Starscream would play Pokemon <laughs> together. I'd play whatever the latest generation is at the time because that series just gets more accessible with each game. Mm. And of course, we'd each have a different version so we could trade what we mm. need from each other. Then I'd steal his legendary. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, in their first response mm. on the forums, Smur said, I would like to play Sui Coden 2 with my son. It's either Aloysius or Aloysius. I'm never sure how to pronounce it. Guess Aloysius. Uh, to be able to talk about what being a good friend means. That and help explain why governments are selfish and do terrible things. Or we would play Silent Hill 2 to explain what happened to his mom.
2: Cod uh, Ritter said, I'm no going laughs? to have my son Sonic X. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> approved! Uh, <laughs> play Paper Mario with me. Uh, the artistic style is appealing to children and the gameplay is easy enough that i will be able to play through it without having to be that good. Then, uh, he too can be disappointed by Sticker Star with the rest of us.
1: See that, Hank? Mm-hmm. Even Conrader remembers. Uh, uh, well, awful, yet another yeah. new forum member Jason member said... Jason! <laughs> i the first Yay, game son. the first game i would expose my kids to uh once i knew they could understand what is going on would probably be streets of rage 2 For, from the gameplay to the graphics but most of all the fun mechanics and awesome music that yuzo Koshiro got out of the sega genesis it's all just amazing if i didn't play streets of rage as a kid i don't know my taste of all things dance <laughs> music would be the same or even my love of games in general i
2: love streets of rage
1: Another new forum member,
3: Bob, said, wow, Animal cro- Naked Bob, said... <laughs> <laughs> Crossing, Naked Bob! Naked <Mackie>. Bob <laughs> Animal Crossing New Leaf <laughs> happened to come out when my daughter was two. She was so taken by this game, we had a nightly ritual for months of her directing me on what to do. This led to her getting my hand-me-down 3DS and copy of the game. After she'd go to bed, I'd spend a couple hours grinding for bugs in both our games so we'd have plenty of bells to spend the next day. By the time she was 4, she had pretty much mastered getting around in New Leaf, even with her limited reading skills and whatnot. Today, almost four years later, our go-to family games are Skylanders, Minecraft, and uh uh-oh, Disney Infinity. Mm. Every once in a while, though, we'll get our 3DSs out, check in on our villagers, and play an hour or two. Aww. Aww.
0: Do not want to see what my village looks like right now. (laughs) Probably terrible. Mm Rad Mardigan said, just now getting my three-year-old son Tobias into games. He is big into Mario and Sonic, so I'm using that as a springboard into the inevitable fate he faces, where he level grinds characters for me in old PS1 RPGs. Well, I. or JRPGs while well, I'm at work. That is that fucking is brilliant! Turn your kids amazing. into gold farmers! Oh, God. And he, can, he,
2: can, and he can help me play through Kingdom Hearts because that's what I have to do off-screen that you guys are mm-hmm. not seeing in our uh, YouTube channel.
0: Son, today. did you play Boo Camp for me on Fire Emblem <laughs> Fates?
2: <laughs> and he says, Metroid says... This one's a
1: really long one.
2: I got it, I got it. I am the father of a nearly three-year-old girl named Ashlyn. Uh, I was stoked uh-huh. when one day PSN gifted me a freebie of Mickey Mouse's Castle of Illusion. And she immediately plopped down and watched. She was only two at the time, and she wanted to try it. So I handed her the controller, and to my surprise, she understood how to manipulate Mickey and make him jump.
0: She really understood how to hmm. manipulate Mickey. Just pull on all of his heartstrings. It's, you, you get a fishing
2: rod and then dangle mini-pussy right over his head. <laughs> uh, what, what, what? Was that bad? It's uh, a three-year-old girl. Back to the <laughs> yeah, sorry. comment on the father and his daughter. Uh, since then, he has uh, she has a veiled interest in anything I'm playing, but I hope to one day get her into more games. Bloodborne is simply referred to as Daddy Beating monsters." <laughs> you let her watch? That's so cool. And I'm thinking it's it's time to burst out, bust out Rayman Legends because yes. she loves the music uh, levels and the colors.
3: As she colors. should. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael, you should read the last one. Uh, holy cow! Another... No, 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 that's another oh. entirely different one. Oh, so, but, uh,
1: uh... Also, but then this <laughs> isn't the last one.
3: This uh, is the last right, one. Oh, okay. yeah. uh,
1: another new
0: forum member, Five Nights at Freddie Prinz Jr.'s, yeah. said, As a father of three, I try to play games with, or at least around, my kids as much as possible. When my first was a newborn, and all the way through infancy, I would play the doot... Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> the and then cod blups, sitting Indian style on the floor dude we blups. call that Native American style mm-hmm. uh, with her in my lap awake or napping fun fact my old profile pic on the site that shall not be named was yeah. of me doing this shirtless and hairy for that extra sex appeal yeah.
2: doesn't matter they deleted all comments yep. anyway
0: it was such a thing with us that once she could walk if my daughter heard the very first opening sound effect from Modern Warfare 2 she'd come a running and stand behind me bopping up and down with her hands oh, resting on no my Russian. shoulders. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, no Russian. Uh, my son is more of a gamer. He absolutely loves Lego Batman 2 and Lego Marvel, which he is surprisingly better at than me due to his high tolerance for repetitive trash and has beaten the stories for both multiple times. Multiple. Multiple. Times. He constantly asks me to play with him, which I happily oblige, but I usually try and steer our sessions toward less horrendous, monotonous fare. Among our family favorites to play together, even for her, are Scott Pilgrim, which they call The Boy Game, <laughs> Sony Smash Brothers, uh <laughs> Us 2 Extravaganza, yeah uh double dragon neon rocket league the gauntlet remake and injustice which makes watching justice league and justice league unlimited on netflix with them even more awesome look honey i'm stabbing your favorite girl wonder woman through the chest and pinning her to the ground drowning her and feeding her to a shark stop crying and don't tell your mother i kid they seriously love it Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for making this awesome show and all the others. I'm a longtime fan since t although I was a late convert to it like a year after it started or more. You still That still puts mm. you ahead of a lot of our fans, yes. I think. I'd see the image on Old sites horrible revolving highlighted box thing <laughs> and think to myself, yeah, that's what I want to listen to, a bunch of fucking nerds talking about fucking video games. Shut the fuck up. How wrong I was. Thanks for reading this long-winded crap, and good luck on all your future endeavors. P.S. If you guys decide to read this, could Chris or Mike please do it? Michael. It's Michael. For some reason, those are the voices I heard in my head reading this as I wrote it. P.S.S. Chris, thanks for the T.D.R. stickers and the piece of gumspire. I still have both.
1: Oh wow, Aww. you're a true fan.
0: So
3: I actually I missed I missed out on a couple two more first time responders, and I like I, I like to always get the first time responders. Uh, Kaiju Kaze said, "For the uh, I've been listening since tr One. I actually was a regular on Ch- planet, and when it merged, wow. with Gr wow. I was a fan ever since. Anyway, I, I feel like
0: I, we should apologize <laughs> for that, even though it wasn't yeah, our doing, really. Yeah. There's
2: so many things that you need to apologize yeah. for for that site. That's uh, true. Kaiju
3: Kaze says, uh, if I had a girl, I would name her Lila uh, or the name Otto, but my wife disagrees. Recently, I made an MLG machine out of a Raspberry Pi. I'd probably just use something <laughs> like that to play the best of games of each generation, along with modern games like my- Minecraft. And Vincent Goodwin said, My two year old is really into cars and monster trucks right now. Vincent Goodwin is another first time poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, so sorry, uh, my two year old demands that I play Rocket League yeah, all the time, which was really cool at first, but has recently turned into a monkey's paw. I suck at Rocket League, and mm-hmm. every chat thread points this out every time I play. But every morning when I'm getting my son dressed for the day, the first words out of his mouth are, Rocket (laughs) League. Oh, man. That's great. And uh, I'm going to quickly go through these. These are the fake kids of uh, VGA commenters. Uh, Oh, please. So uh, Mom's Secret Recipes' son, Goku. (laughs) Atomizer's son, Kurt. Kenner (laughs) Alien Power. Generic NPC's twins, Luke and Leia. Thornier Gravy's daughter, Alanis Michelle Vera. Derelict's daughter... Lily, Lee, Lilo, Lau. Trent Bez's <laughs> six kids, Marshall, Florence, Bono, Chandler, Quinn, and Bailey. <laughs> Brendol's son, Dave Rudden Jr. Hey! Uh, Chris, Cody's son, Christian Tista. Hey. Schindler's top ten list son, Ezekiel. Stabby Joe's son, Joey Joe Jr. Shabadoo. Moops. <laughs> Joey, Joey, Joey Joe, Moops Kids, Musina and Moops Fossa. <laughs> bonnie 69 son, <laughs> Bing Bong, Bing bong. Uh, Sotenga's twin offspring, Tarkus in Aqualong, Raven Bomb's daughter, Rainbow Dash99858, and her little brother, Boogerlord1128, <laughs> Shurking unfortunately named son, Death Psyche, and his sister, Death Psych Custom Hell, Triskidable's son, Francis <laughs> Pullum, Macintosh Wilhelm, Victor Dono, Von Steigruber the Third, <laughs> children, Daigo Zimmerman, and Kanye Narcissa, uh Winner Two's daughter Marceline, Loki's gamer daughter April, who only plays teenage Mutant ninja Ninja games, mm. and appropriately named uh, David D- D- Devil Dunn Dave's Bob sorry Devil Dunn Dave's son,
0: Bobby Kodak. <laughs>
3: Who we'll probably also plays TV Community Trolls games We
0: have some video responses yes, as well video responses So who's this one from? Sunnyvale
1: Trash?
0: Yes. Sunny, uh, Sunnyvale Trash had this to say
1: Hey, Vidigame Apocalypse This is Kyle, a.k.a. Sunnyvale Trash in the forums This is Lillian, a.k.a. Lil Monk Oh, she has got a little baby oh, be. playing Tetris and Mario Kart with her when she grows up Aww. Thanks for the show, and Aww. stay alert and stay safe
0: <laughs> You're very welcome. Oh, Love uh, that sign off. Hey, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Man.
1: This is a uh,
3: Lazar J twenty one. Hey there, Laser Time Network. It's Laser J twenty one. With my hypothetical child, Zebulon Montgomery Pike Janus named for a proud son of my home state of New Jersey, <laughs> I think I want to play manhunt with them just so yeah. I can try to convince them that these events were based on my life and that I am a complete hard
5: ass. So eat your peas, kiddo.
1: <laughs> Good plan No, nah, but seriously I,
3: I want to play Ultimate Spider-Man For the PS2 with them It's just a fun, bright, colorful game And zippering around, zip, zipping around Zipping <laughs> around NYC Should be fun for both of us As a shared activity <laughs> Also, I want to see if they could beat the goddamn Beetle fight, because I sure for shit never could No way oh. That
1: Beetle fight was no fun It was just chasing people Later chas- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Okay, I wonder. He <laughs> oh, said perfectly still. So. I thought the video was frozen. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. I thought, oh, it's safe to talk now. Uh, oh. I love that guy. No, that uh, boy. That yeah, was. I, cool. I
0: want to play manhunt with my kids and then like tell them, you know, this town used to be called Carcer City. <laughs> like this all happened really like right outside our house. They never <laughs> found that guy.
1: Well, we had other video responses, too, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We're well, Aimbot a- a- Master had a really... It was almost like, like
3: it, it's a funny skit to watch, but it didn't mm. quite work in audio form. So uh, but so was like that it, on the
0: forums? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah, so go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums to watch e Master's response yeah. and all the others. Thanks for responding, everybody. I'm sort of amazed at the outpouring of very heartfelt responses this week.
1: Yeah, they really warm the cockles of our hearts.
0: So, new question of the week. Because we had the games that happen in someone's head or we're all a dream, whatever, in the first segment, what's your most vivid or common or memorable game-related
1: dream?
4: Mm.
1: Well, definitely I have played too many games before going to sleep, and it's usually... Oh, uh, Captain Literal Dream. (laughs) Well, no. Well, yeah, I mean, there is that. Like, I've played a... It's mainly strategy games or RPGs because... Oh no, all my Marvel characters are caught in cooldown time, so I touched an iPhone. <laughs> no, the, uh, so in turn-based strategy games, I think it's because it's just the rote clicking is so easy, like click, uh, button, 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 fight, fight, fight. Mm-hmm. So I just... Uh, I remember playing, I believe it was either Fire Emblem or Civ uh, Revolutions on my 3DS, and just... In my going to sleep and then in my head I'm just playing out like oh yeah this move then this move then I do this move and this move and I realize like no I'm playing the game in my head this isn't really it uh, and then, of course, there's the Tetris dream, which is a you know a scientifically theorized phenomenon. That it's just the way you play Tetris is that it makes it so you'll of course play it in your dreams. I remember
0: writers for Wired in the
1: '90s talking about the Tetris dreams? Yeah, no, I think a I think there was a scientific study about Tetris it. Tetris syndrome. I believe I talked about it with Alexey Pajitnov, the co-creator of or the creator did.
3: of Tetris. Yeah, I
0: have not in been Russia, able-
3: Tetris dreams you.
2: I, I have not <laughs> been able to sleep. For seeing Doctor Mario imagery in my head, figuring wow. figuring out how I could have done it better, like as if, as if it's an old fucking poker hand, <laughs> like the eleven million pills I'm dropping on stupid Byray. Uh, but I, I I wish I had more on it. But like w- w- I, I remember that George Carlin dream of him fucking me and creating controversy. Uh, <laughs> but but like part of that became because I was just done being a real life GTA character. Wow. But, wow! And like that's the most recent one. This is like today as of this recording yeah, wow. today.
3: I'm going to fuck you while you place Trevor in GTA. <laughs> um, I think the one that's manifested itself in like my most common dreams Try
2: not to autosave when I'm coming on your back. is uh, <laughs> Missile Command. What?
3: Missile Command on Atari. The ending of that game is so frightening that I think that is what spawned every like nuclear holocaust dream I, that I've had, oh. which are many. And uh, really?
2: quite common. Is that yeah. what you're afraid of? Yes. Poor little Dave dying in a nuclear holocaust. No,
3: I won't die. I live, and I have to be like, uh, I have to be some sort of leader. Which you have to uh, be
2: the the person everyone impregnates.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nah. Like, Sometimes just... I have
3: to develop a womb, and I'm not built for <laughs> you it. Knew. No, these aren't you childbearing know. hips. They're gonna shatter up? the first
2: kid I pop out.
1: Definitely, when the apocalypse comes, I'm just gonna kill myself because yeah. like that world just seems like it sucks. I don't know. I a could... Sad boy, we'll tie I... you to
2: the front of a truck. It'll <laughs> be great. Murder, <laughs>
1: like, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to be a victim of this new world of survival of the fittest. So uh, I'm gonna take the power into my own You're gonna be like well the mom instrument. in the road. Ugh.
0: So I was going to say, like, well, I can't remember any dreams, uh, be- but I just had one last night where uh, Tembo the Badass Elephant was in it. And for whatever reason, when I, I only remembered, like, the last two seconds before I woke up, and it was like, well, she get him to swallow himself, and then he can escape through his own asshole, which will c- create an infinite space which he can run in forever. I never uh, thought of that. That was a, a terrible dream, but, like, then thinking about it more, I thought, there was a dream that I had... That was sort of like, I look back at it as like, this is the pivotal moment that turned me into like the, just a super hardcore Assassin's Creed fan. Mm. And that it was after Brotherhood came out, Mm -hmm. but before Revelations. And I had this weird dream that like the next Assassin's Creed game was all in VR. And like the modern day stuff was in this, like, you you know, remember you had the Assassin hideout. So the modern day stuff was in a library that was for some reason hidden in an airport that was like the assassin headquarters rare. but you would you would collect these rare books and you could read them in full like you know they just uploaded all the text from an ebook and you could access it in the game and read it and like i thought that was so cool and then i found out that like revelations part of it will be collecting rare books and i was like oh, my dream's coming true and then like of course you get the books and it's just like you just have like a, a one paragraph description of what each one is supposed mm-hmm. to be
1: because they're lost Ah, uh, wow. of course, yeah. It'd be hard for them to write a new book. Yeah. But and every also, text but,
3: entry in that game says, sorry, Michael, which is yeah. a
4: weird twist.
0: I think it was also that was also influenced by Skyrim, which has, like, you know, four-page books that you can read. And, uh, <laughs> but hundreds of them. Yeah, but crazy. then you think about it, it's like, why couldn't they just put an e-book in here? And like, oh, here's a book that's an actual object in the world, <laughs> and it's a full book. I can read it whenever I want. It's in the public domain. So what is a common or vivid or memorable game-related dream you've had that you'd like to share, let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash Forums! (laughs) Thank you. lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread and answer it. Uh, First person to start the thread by posting the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show, or you can post under the comments for episode 165 on com. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll go out with a quick round of plugs. Chris, I know you're champing at the bit. Donald Trump has gone through a lot.
2: No, uh, listen to Laser Time. I'm really not going to come back from that. I've alienated people who like Trump and people who hate him. I, I, I let
0: no Why do you knows even mention him? Let's I just thought it would be funny. Just say and Donald I, Duck I, I, and I'll go and Donald put, it, du- put that over.
2: Uh, go watch some Alan Young stuff. Play DuckTales, watch Mr. Ed, watch The Time Machine. Do that shit. Make Duck's great. Man. But <laughs> this
1: week's Laser Time was very video game focused. We talked about the best video game movies as ranked by Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, all ten of them right there. We talk about our experiences watching. Awful video game movies that are somehow better than other ones, and how Mortal Kombat I still think is the best video game. Um, movie.
2: No, I hate it. Nah. But like, I, I what the ones I I reflect upon, Max Payne. Yeah. But it's 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 bad but it's like a good movie. No.
0: No, there's it it, it, it vacillates well between police procedural does. and violent revenge fantasy. Yeah. It has no clear footing. But it's boring as shit. It's not R-rated a good version.
2: movie. Like there's a payoff to it. And it's not it's not completely dissimilar to like a 70s movie where like the violence only happens in the third act. Um it's not great if you're a Max Payne fan, it, <laughs> it's but really it, I'm not. saying like it's the best they can do, and it's still like the worst movie ever made. Hmm. Uh, but, but I have a ton of fun with Street Fighter. I. Mario has become kind of fun mm-hmm. at,
0: at yeah. this point. And sure. it's, in a way, it's still pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uwe Boll's stuff, I'd say, is even worse, knowing that he is actually capable of he's producing a watchable film. Well, he's not oh, really? present on
3: our
4: top ten at all.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. All of his video games movies are, like, the worst movies ever made. I mean, they're, like,
1: four percenters on Ron Yeah, yeah but he's made legit, like, but then World War II movies.
0: He, he made, yeah. like, I... I Went on like a tear with him because I wrote a couple articles about his work on Games Radar. And for one of them, like I actually went outside of his video game oeuvre and like, okay, I'm going to watch one of his other movies. I'm going to watch Heart of America, which is his school shooting movie, oh which you would think he handles with all the delicacy of an elephant Most trampling a hundred china shops. I thought yeah. all the
2: Asians were bad drivers. Uh, so like. <laughs> I
0: watched watch which was yeah. the oh movie God.
3: that he made while filming Blood Rain.
0: But with a head- but free, here's, here's but the, the thing, yeah. Sense, yeah. Uh, Heart of America mm. is not bad. It's on par with a decent TV movie, which makes it all the more infuriating that all of his video game movies are unwatchable. Mm.
1: Mm. Why well, he just doesn't care? I, I imagine yeah, even even
2: less watchable now. Like just not even entertain. They're not entertaining. Bad movies. <laughs> no, no.
1: Uh, but what is entertaining is thirty twenty ten. Right, our right, right. weekly vi- our weekly time capsule where we go through the events in a specific week. Each week, uh, thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago, on the video game front, I believe two episodes ago, we talked about the interesting, uh, the interesting the, the, the lineup cool. that Super Mario sixty four go. got its premiere in America. First showing mm-hmm. in America at the same time, ten years later, new Super Mario Brothers would it, come it, out.
2: It bums me out that the audio doesn't work very well in the show, mm-hmm. but like the idea that like everybody knew Mario sixty four was a thing; they'd seen pictures. But they showed footage in America, 20 years ago to this day, and you can hear the crowd flipping the fuck out. Yeah, like it had they been Mario World, Yoshi's Island. No Mario. What's going to happen? Well, he's going to run in a circle, do a triple jump, uh, do a drop kick. He's going to have a punch, and the, you see that you see the crowd like putting their hand to their face, <sighs> it's like, what the fuck is
1: this? <clears throat> this is crazy. They're <laughs> laughing, they're crying. It's nuts. And we had a fun place. Sincere moment in gaming. And we had a fun playthrough of New Super Mario Brothers, which you'll find on the YouTube page. There's also Talking Simpsons, where we go through each episode of The Simpsons in chronological order, talk about it. Just if Flaming Moe's a true classic that maybe has a secret diss about Matt Greening in it. Uh, and I do K Price's comic book podcast. We'll be talking about DC Rebirth this week, the big reboot of DC Comics. And
2: I'll be drinking, and complaining about Windows 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and uh, of course, this is all supported by Patreon. Dot com slash laser time
2: also did
3: somebody say video games over the last two hours no someone probably did um, this, this podcast, show is about knitting Dave She podcast now has a live component that's a uh, has a video game accompaniment and we've uh, started to do more uh, fantasy fights I think uh, is our tentative name for yeah. it where we just make weird battles based on uh, the comic book we're or trying to all, figure all out all who will get the,
2: the next X-Men it. solo film it's on yeah. our YouTube channel the, the answer will hurt your feelings <laughs> yes
0: All right, well, that's been our show, everybody. Thanks for listening yet again. We'll see you next week. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what does the rest of uh, it do? No, yeah, it's a vine, that's, it, so that's yeah. it.
3: What does the rest of it do? Is that what you said? What does the rest of a vine do? I want, what's oh the, God, rest, of the I want rest of
0: the song?
2: I want to know the rest of the song. God damn it. Where's the rest of
0: the vine?
2: I really put my dick in my mouth that time.
0: <laughs> my last intimate contact with a woman was my birth. <laughs> <laughs>